Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how's it gonna be, kid? I'm a star. Bra, bra, bra! Coming down for ya. Damn it. Mandy, you're getting off the 73. I'm not a doing normal pet. I'm the animal. Okay. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another 42 Level 1. I'm one of your hosts, Kennedy. This is episode 289, I believe. Although seeing the numbers at this stage is kind of irrelevant because we're about a thousand episodes behind uh, on the podcast. But uh, here with me, as always, is the uh, ever late and uploading Twilight Princess of all games himself. That's not the orchid. He has always. One day, one day I'll have some time. And I'll oh that's what you could do in this week this magical week, Ali. I'll just I, send I, you all I, the files and you could upload them all. That sounds like I, a fun I would, week. I'd happily do it. In fact, do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. It's fine. If, you, if you have if you get the week off, mate, I'll I'll send them to you. Yeah, yeah. Aye, that's a plan. Sound. You know, our listeners can be pleasantly surprised, not being like, is it still Christmas in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even. It's not even got there yet, mate. <laughs> We're not up to Christmas last year. <laughs> not even got up to Christmas yet, mate. How is your computer still running? If you not get like a, if I imagine a big server room in your house like the olden days, and that's just where you're uploading the podcast episodes to. I bet you've lost half of them. I have no, no. I have every episode that I've ever recorded. Um, so like mm. when I took over the recording of the episodes, I've got all of them, the raw mm. files and the okay. the edited files. So like, well, we could e- easily do that next week if I'm off. Yeah, cool. Cool. Right. So, um. Yeah, let's get started then. <laughs> some uh, talking, some baseball on the show. Do you know what we should do for episode three hundred? Get like chip and stuff on. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll, I'll put out the feelers. That's about yeah. what? It's what eleven weeks away, so it'll be Octoberish. Just, be- just yeah, Octoberish. Known October my luck. Episode three hundred. Oh no, we'll just delete. Just delete. We take weeks off now. Remember when we couldn't yeah. take a week off? We had to find replacements. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like now Ali's like I can't make the show next week. I'm like, yeah, it's like fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah, times will be changing. So anyway, yes, this is uh, episode two at nine. So we'll start with level. Ah, uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the movies and all the TV we have watched this week. Oh, another Amazon order dispatched. Excellent. <laughs> it'll be the it'll be the magical order. It's not. I know what it is. So let's get talking about what we did watch so i'll start with because we'll round table at the end um because i've caught up because you never really spoke much about it because I, I missed it for a week yeah. um so wolf of wall street andy it's a film that I, everybody knows what it is but it's, please give me an oscar leonardo dicaprio film and Didn't leonardo dicaprio did he no no but it was about during that you know when like will smith done seven pounds and he wanted mm. an oscar mm-hmm. but Wolf of Wall Street's based on a true story and like it's a three hour film so it was always an investment and I've been looking at it going I can't give three hours to this I can't do that and then 
Tasha was like, she said, I'll make the dinner if you choose what's Netflix because choosing what's Netflix is the harder job. So I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so I'd it's, say she's not, even, she's not even wrong. Like, the, no. like that is legit. Like especially yep. like unless there's something where you're like, oh, this is new. I want to watch this. If you're just mm-hmm. like going, oh, like let's watch something. Then yeah, it's, it does it's, take. I don't know. Like see, picking something like uh, when you when you've got none to watch, picking something, yep. going like, right, oh, we we could watch this. Oh no, I'm not in the mood for that. Okay, what about this? Yep. No, I'm not in the mood. Like that's too that much choice. Can take like twenty minutes to half an hour. Like just yep, something. Sometimes if we leave it to after dinner to start something, if we've just chucked like Brooklyn Nine Nine on for a week, because mm-hmm. that's our go-to. Like, if I decide to watch something, I was like, oh, I'm too tired by the half hour we've scrolled through everything because it's now not a choice of what do I watch because there's nothing on. It's like what am I in the mood to watch? Yep. Which is very difficult. So we chose Wolf of Wall Street anyway, and this is the story of Jordan Belfort, who's played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Jonah Hill's in this in a good, good role, man. He's his partner. I cannot remember his name in it. Um, Punisher's in it as well. What's his name? Uh, um, Joe Yep, he's in it as well. One of the main, main guys, it's his friend, and it's about a guy that's kind of naive, goes to work in Wall Street. And uh, is it Matthew McConaughey? He's his boss in it. cannot remember. He's not in it for long at the start. Yeah, and uh, he's kind of this coke-taking, drinking at lunchtime style guy, and he's like, you need this to do this job. And it's a kind of coming of, like, by the end of the story, he's doing the same thing that hmm. um, thing he was. So, like, I, I was not bored at any point in this film for the three hours, man, and I'm not particularly interested in the stock market. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, it's like his, not a downfall, but like kind of, it almost felt like a gangster movie that way. And it's a true story. This was based off the guy's memoirs slash autobiography. And it's like, it was really incredible to see him, like he had the Wall Street crash, he lost his job in like 87. And then he started working for a penny stock firm. And they, they were the firms that like, say me and you started doing shares for 42. They would sell them to a penny to people that are never going to get them back. So like the, the the company would go that way, and he started his own penny firm, and then he start he started thinking, why don't we start selling these stock to the rich folk? Because instead of getting like two thousand two thousand worth of stocks off of poor people, these guys will buy penny stocks and they'll put in a hundred thousand because they own most of the company technically, right? Mm-hmm. But they're never going to see that money again because these companies are either companies that are going to liquidate or companies that are never going to make any money. Do you know what I mean? So they'll mm-hmm. stay even. Yeah. And like he went on and on to that till he opened these big offices and. Hired all his friends and um, quite a few recognised actors. Margot Robbie, who's Harley Quinn, um, she's yep. she's his wife in it. She's his second wife in it. And like, if you want to see more than her than you've ever seen in any movie, you'll see it in this movie. Um, there's several several possible scenes for the younger teenage audience, <laughs> uh, definitely. But like, a really good movie. Um, and it's all about how he like he starts banking in Switzerland and stuff. And I don't want to ruin too much in case anybody listening hasn't seen it or wants to watch it. But I would highly recommend this movie, even if you have no interest like me in the stock market. Um, and by the end, he goes, "Oh no, I'm not even going to tell you. Not nearly ruined the ending there." So anyway, I don't, I, really good I don't film. Think it's a three-hour movie. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. I think you would like it. Maybe once you've got a better job. Sorry, new job. I didn't mean to say better. Uh, so yeah um, the next movie I watched wasn't so good um, there was an interesting twist in it and Tasha had been wanting to see it for a while it's called The Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds oh, and yeah. Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson yeah. being overly Samuel Jackson like even during the movie Ryan Reynolds says to a guy uh, he's ruined the word motherfucker for everybody um, <laughs> basically Ryan Reynolds was like a, a bodyguard for like uh, not the president but a high up and the guy got killed 
so he got fired and he's kind of almost like a bounty hunter sort of style guy like he's the best they all know he's the best but he's kind of like you know like a Han Solo style bodyguard rather than like a you know professional anymore and he keeps going I I was a three star rated bodyguard blah blah and then his ex works for the who's it she works for it's not the CIA Interpol maybe I don't know she works for somebody and she needs help because Samuel Jackson's in prison he's going to testify the guy that you he used to work for actually i did like this film i lie this was a good film because uh, the twist who is, who's the hitman and who's the bodyguard like that's what i was a bit confused about is samuel jackson's <laughs> no 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 that's not the twist samuel jackson is the hitman right and uh ryan reynolds is the bodyguard like he's good at his job he can get people out of places and blah blah, blah. and it's just a bit their antics of he hates them he's like you're a murderer blah blah i don't want to protect you and all this to them kind of odd couple style thing to find out where the corruption was coming from and what the actual story was of what what occurred and things and i've wrote here it was a by the numbers movie but this was half the and you don't need to concentrate on it too much, so it is a perfect film for you, Andy. Like because it's one you can stick on. It's like what an hour and a half, maybe, and it's perfect just to breeze through. It's on Netflix. It's pretty new. End of last year, I think it came out. Yeah, it's decent. Actually, I did like it. Um, watched a film that I'm sure I'd seen years ago as well. Uh, finally, called The Invention of Lying. <clears throat> oh, Ricky Rick, Gervais is it? Ricky Gervais, and it's a world where nobody lies, so everybody's mm-hmm. honest to each other's faces, and it's a pretty harsh world. And then Ricky Gervais' brain just goes ping, and when he's asked at the bank how much is in his account, he says eight hundred dollars, even though it's only three hundred, and because no one lies, like no one knows about lying, she goes, "Oh, there must be a mistake in our system." Says three hundred. Here's your eight hundred. So. He starts making money from that. Do you know what I mean? And he goes on, <laughs> and then it turns into kind of a piss take of the Bible, where like yeah. they, he talks about it, when his mum's dying, he starts lying to her, saying he's going, she's going to go to a place, you know, where all relatives are there, and everybody's got a mansion, and the doctors all hear this, and he ends up in the news. So then he's got to tell all these people, like, what what's this about the man in the sky? And um, so he basically comes out with like two pizza boxes with like the Ten Commandments almost written on them that he's just made up. Like, don't do bad things. You get three chances and blah, blah. And it's actually a really interesting movie. Like, it's again, an easy, if you're looking for two easy watching movies, movies Andy, when you're next mm-hmm. scouting through for your pick, The Hitman's Bodyguard and Invention of Lion are two of them. So um, apart from that, the only thing I watched was Better Call Saul. So we'll round table that at the end of yours. But what have you been watching? <clears throat> um, I think the only other thing I watched apart from Better Cross All was uh, I watched a Harry Potter movie which was never shit. seen them like uh, I seen what one was it the Goblet of Fire it was did you watch it with Bethany yeah like she's reading the books just now like cool like reading the full on like fucking text books and like Goblet of Fire she just finished Goblet of Fire like two days ago full on text books no no but like I mean it just it it buckles my mind that she's reading like books that are that big at like this age because she's only eight Um, and like they're pretty easy reads I mean they are relatively easy reads but I mean they're still fucking big thick books like I mean I I remember reading like Lord of the Rings which is not as easy a read as like Harry Potter to be fair I I read that when I was like I was 11 when I read it Maybe I think I was fourteen, something like that, when I read Lord of the Rings. I like it was The Hobbit when I was like eleven. I had the book lying about, and it was always like a bit too complicated, so I stuck to goosebumps. And then one day I read The Hobbit. I was maybe twelve. I was definitely like first year primary seven when I read it. But like, uh, I went, I went to the toilet the other night, right? I came out, 
Like, I just, like, keep counting the bedrooms and make sure she was sleeping. And this is maybe, like, 11 o'clock. And she's just, like, sitting up, reading her book. She's like, hi, Daddy. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm like... And we'd obviously, like, put her to bed and, like, told her to go to sleep. But, like, she keeps her, her book under her pillow so that she can... I used to do that. ...when she gets up. And I'm like... Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm just reading reading this bit of my book, and I'm like, like it's like eleven o'clock. You're like, Your bedtime's like fucking three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, like, I used oh, to do that. I used to. Do you know what I used to <laughs> eliminate my books with? I used to. You remember the Game Boy magnifier that had a, a, yeah, a light on it? I used to use that under my covers <laughs> to read my books. I don't think you could be too mad these days. Like, it would be different if she was sitting with the switch. She'd be like, get that off, get mm. to bed. But see, when mm. a kid's reading, like, I would encourage it. I'd be like, right, don't stay up too late. Obviously, like, if it was, like, one in the morning, like, I remember I stayed up reading. It was probably The Hobbit, actually. My mum, like, was, she was like, right, you're at school tomorrow, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, definitely going to bed. And she wasn't overly mad. But see, the night that I had my master system left on overnight, mm. yeah. like, that was no, no. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, so she she just finished reading uh, reading that book and uh, and so she wanted to watch the movie, so we watched we watched that with her. The special effects and that have not held up. It looks fucking so did, shit. Did you ask her the main question? Uh, I don't. Is the book better than the film, dear? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. But uh, she did criticize the movie in many places. Nice. For, Good for. Uh, for it. Oh, that's not the way it was in the book. Oh, they they didn't do that in the book. Like that's sort of <laughs> that's like, good. Yep, that's fine. And like, Ashley's like. Just watch the movie. I'm like, no, no, oh, no. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this is podcast training. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, she's uh, now she's on to the the next one, which is Odd of the Phoenix, which is a, a bigger book again. It's like, I think 600 pages. Yeah, they get like. massive, don't they? The Harry yeah, Potter books. Huge, man. That's the best one, to be fair. Like, like I, I've read all of them apart from the first two because I'd already seen the movies by the time. Like, I was even interested in reading the books. And uh, I didn't, I didn't care about seeing, like, reading those ones because it was fucking like a child at that point. I'm like, I don't want to read this fucking baby, baby Harry Potter. Or the the ones that are coming up. But they, Remember they released them over here and they probably were wide, but the adult covers on them just so that folk mm. wouldn't be embarrassed reading them. Yeah. <laughs> Fraser's Martina loves them. Like, absolutely loves the books. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I don't mind the books; they're all right. Like, uh, but the the Order of the Phoenix is is my favorite one. I, like, I thought it's actually a really really good book. Um, and it kind of goes away from the, like, all the school shit and like goes into I've, more interesting I've got a first edition of one of them Manny bought me it for my it's, birthday um, the, the first editions are quite rare mate like if you don't like it just fucking sell that shit it's, it's my mum's I've never took it since I left the house like it's mm. sitting on my bookshelf in my old room but like well, that's the only thing that's left there is my bookshelf but like it's the orange one with a dragon in the front yeah I think that's Order of Phoenix I think but, yeah it's I mean, first some, edition some of those first editions are worth a lot of money. Like I think the early ones are worth more. A lot more. The first editions, but I'm sure like first editions of the first book are like ten grand you can get for them. Oh yeah, I'd imagine so because Harry Potter the first few it kicked off. What was it about the second or third book? Everyone went mental for them. Like the first book, I remember. I have read. Like, I read the first three or four, and then they got the size of like Lord of the Rings. I'm like, I'm not as interested in this, and I've got a <laughs> Star Wars comic yeah. that's a lot better, so I'll just yeah. stick with that. <laughs> Plus the like, Simpsons is on. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read the books till I was like, I don't know, eighteen, like mm-hmm. eighteen, nineteen sort of age. Um, but yeah, like I've I've read all the ones. You've always been the cool kid, Andy, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't start smoking till after I was eighteen. Like I was so cool. <laughs> 
I only started smoking because <laughs> my my grand's brother smoked, and like he left his tobacco on the shelf at my grand's above the fireplace, and I was sleeping on the couch, and I was like, I'm going to try what this is like, and I was sick. So, <laughs> like, I, I only started smoking because I couldn't get cigars. Like one night when mm. I was drunk, <laughs> yeah. well, like because uh, I was having a party at my, Ian, me and my, Ian might have been there to be fair. I was having a party at my house and uh, I'd sent like someone up to the garage to like go and get me uh, like cigars and they were going to get like mixer and shit. And uh, like, the four men are like, "Oh, we, they don't have any any cigars." And I'm like, "Okay, just get me, just get fags." I'm like, okay. <laughs> I forgot you used to smoke. Yeah, well, I still vape, but yeah. Weird. That that's how I got a new vape. I didn't ask. Well, I know, but I know, but I got a new one. <laughs> Good. I got I got a new one from, uh, and I got like I got, like when I when I went in, the guy's like, "Oh, do you want like a lot of card and all this?" I'm like, "Okay, why not?" Vaporize. <laughs> yeah, in vaporize. Yeah. yeah, I got one of them the last time I went in. But the, there isn't one in in like the shopping center where I work, so like I have to go to East Bride one to. To yeah. Because because uh, I've been going at the the one in in Levy while I've been up there. <clears throat> but anyway, um, but yeah, I got a new vape, and, and like it's quite remarkable how much better the flavour is, like on this new yeah. one, like with the old one. Like, like holy fuck! The the one that I have was making me cough, and like even Tash was like, "Oh, that's not good for you." But then for point out, it's because it was like the cheap one from like Co-op, and like you can't adjust the um the yep. the heat or whatever it is. I don't mm. care. Um, when I started smoking these, it was e-cigs. It was before this yep. vaping stuff started, and like this, um, this has been doing me fine. But then he's like, "No, no, higher, but you need to get this one and this one." And I'm like, mm. Mm. "So we'll see." The uh, like, uh, remember we used to get the the disposable ones we got out like yep. Asda and Tesco and that. Yep, for and four like, quid. We were doing the show and stuff. Four quid, yeah. <laughs> yep, they but, were I mean, horrible. They were horrible, yeah, but I mean, they did the job, like, they stopped us from smoking. But there was no liquids and all that back then. No, just, no. That's that, what you got. I don't know what what was in that, to be fair. Like, I mean, you look back and it, like, what the fuck was in that? Like, some sort of weird powder? <laughs> yeah, it was. It's weird. I remember buying some of them and, like, they didn't work. <laughs> like, I remember I bought, got two out of the, the spa in here and, like, yeah. they just did not, like, I, I tried to, like, draw on them and they just gave me nothing I'm like okay I took them back <laughs> and they're like oh it must be a faulty badge I'm like alright the first one I got was like when did I start smoking about five years ago maybe something like that yeah we were, yeah. We were even around the time like we started the show like same same for me mm-hmm. so like back then they didn't have them and like the reason I stopped was because Tenerife two euros fifty for twenty fags over here it was going up to like six fifty and now that the mm. stupid it's price a ten, of fags it's a ten for twenty fags yeah it's stupid the fag companies might as well bow out and just put money into vaporizers. I mean I can't believe they haven't to be honest like they should have realised like five years ago that this was like an emerging thing that was going to replace smoking because like yep. kids that I would imagine nowadays if they're going to smoke they're going to vape rather than smoke well there's a couple of ones that work that have never smoked. And they just mm. wanted to smoke vapes. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, right. So, better call Saul. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So, I watched Harry Potter. It was Harry Potter. It was the CG was crap. And and yeah, I watched Better Call Saul. I've watched the all three of the episodes that been out today. Right. So, I'll tell you where I got up to in the third one once we get there. Right. So, <clears throat> episode one, my rundown was it was a slow burn. Mm. Chuck's died from the fire, but I don't buy that completely. 
You don't buy that he's dead? He's definitely dead. I don't know. Um, and Nacho's panicking because he poisoned, what's his face, Salamanca, whatever his name is. Yep. Future, right. future Bellman. Bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Oh, and obviously, obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously we know he survives, right, because he's a, a main part of Breaking Bad. Um, but, like, he's still in a coma, like, by the second one. So, like, the funniest thing ever that I've seen in Better Call Saul happened in episode one, though. Mike broke into a factory and, like, yep. he, t- he stole a guy's badge, right, and broke into a factory and started, like, telling the workers what to do. Like, just driving about in this forklift truck, like, telling them, like, safety things and what they should be doing. And, like, he was just, like, walking about. And then he, s- he even gave the guy into trouble that he stole. He- he- then he gave his badge back and then he started criticising the firm. But see, just that whole scene of him driving up and down these aisles, like, talking to the workers and stuff and just looking at things for some reason. I found that absolutely hilarious. I thought it was brilliant. It reminded me of, like, of, uh, it actually reminded me of work. And, like, sometimes when I'll go into, like, a place and be like, oh, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. Like, <laughs> it reminded me of that. It was so f- uh, but, yeah, it was really funny and it was really well done as well. Like, I didn't expect them to do that, to be honest. Like, It came out of but- nowhere, right? So, uh, oh, 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 like, so uh, this, this season so far has been really, really Um Episode 2 didn't further the story. Um Saul was looking for jobs and Salamanca hasn't woke up yet and then at the end Gus killed Nacho's friend and then threatened him and said you now work for me yep. right so if you remember Breaking Bad season 2 the first time they meet Saul they take him out into the desert um, mm-hmm. and he says it wasn't me it was Nacho Nacho's mm-hmm. real name he says that so something's going to happen that Nacho does that Saul's involved in right yep and we have to see that during this show so that we know what he's talking about and that he's scared about. Do you know what I mean? Um, one thing that I didn't realise is that mm, Gus knew Mike so well because it didn't come out that way in Breaking Bad. See, I can't remember that. Like, uh, I probably have to go back and watch Breaking Bad again to see the, how that but, relationship worked out. But like, because Mike because was, it's, Mike was the guy that worked with closely with Saul, so, wasn't it? Yeah, he was Saul's fixer. Yeah. And and that yeah. is kind of how it's working in the show because obviously you got in touch with him like through that doc like the the vet guy the car park yeah yeah and then like through the car park and that yeah yeah so like that's where he first met him and then the vet told him it was him but like mm-hmm. so basically episode two didn't further much story wise right so we're on episode three now and episode three um, so far I was like what the fuck is going on and it was like they were setting up this car crash. It was Gus's guys. And they, mm. they, obviously it was the guy that got, uh, Gus had killed. And like, I definitely think even though this is a prequel, you're better watching Breaking Bad first because the shock when Gus comes down the stairs and just stabs the fuck out of that guy in front of Walt mm. and like to like put the fear into them because he was so calm, cool and collected. And then you see that violent side of him. That was mm. kind of a, a hard shock to the system that bit. Yep. And see if you've seen this where he grabs the guy and puts his head in a bag and kills him that way. Like I knew he was going to do that. Right. But see if you're watching this and then you go into Breaking Bad, it's not going to have the same effect when you get to that bit where they're working for Gus. That's yeah, what I think. Yep. So, Anyway, um, season three, and basically they shoot Nacho, and he goes to the desert and phones the twins because obviously, like, he now works for Gus, and Gus can't be seen to have killed one of Salamanca's guys. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it makes it look like it was a drive by or whatever, and he was killed by random folk. And I got that far, and then I was like, I've realised that's that's half the episode gone. 
And I'm like, all that's happened in between, and it's been building since he went for the job interview, was Saul's got the the wee China Hummel that he was going on about like a couple of seasons back, the woman that collected them all. He's found a really rare one in these guys' office. And I, I totally didn't get why he accepted the job and then made a cunt of them and left. I didn't get that part. I didn't get that either. I thought it was really strange. Like, I mean, he obviously didn't want the job. Like, yeah, but why go to that extent? I know it was. It was really strange because like, yeah. that just makes you memorable. Like, say, say, if, say, for example, if if he was only there to case the joint sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Then, like, he could have went and done his declined interview, offer, and then like done his bit, and then and then like just not showed up for work the next day. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, or like, or like, he get told they would think about it. Just leave because you've he already yeah. seen the stuff. He's seen the cabinet, so why did he come back in and do the big sales pitch and make a fool of them? So, it, I mean, that just makes him really memorable to them. And, and like mm-hmm. when the police, if the like so the police got involved in it, like if the thing did get stolen, then yeah. they would go, "Has anything different, like weird, happened in the last we will?" Yeah. Um, and they would go, "Oh, actually, yeah, there was this like guy, fucking Jimmy, that came in for this interview, blah blah blah." And that's kind of because they're going to remember that because that that was a weird incident. Like everybody that would, yeah. like I remember that. Mm-hmm guy came in and we offered him the job and then he was just a dick and left yep <laughs> so anyway like as much as i like better call Saul, i found so far obviously i've got half an episode to watch this mm-hmm. season i don't know how you felt but i felt it's been a really slow burn and i know breaking bad did this sometimes and then it was like ah oh, that's what's been happening but mm-hmm. so far i'm a bit like better call Saul hasn't really hit that i know the characters are great and you love Saul, mm-hmm. but so far it's not hit that holy shit but I mean, he's not really he's not really become Saul yet. He, like he's still he's still Jimmy. And like he's not really kinda even becoming Saul because like yeah, but him that's like, what I mean, going like, and looking for the jobs and stuff like that. And like Saul isn't like a thief per se. Like no. he'll he'll do like he's a con man. shit in that. He's a con man, yeah, but like like the way that like the the way that he's like looking at this statue thing. Like do you know what I mean he's like he's that's slipping Jimmy. Sort of thing. Yeah. I mean it's not even slipping Jimmy, it's worse than that. Like it's just common thievery like and yeah. like Saul's better than that oh well, Slip and Jimmy was kind of cons as well wasn't it yeah he was he was cons like so he was because I mean what he would do was, like he'd go up and just like fall or like slip on like things yeah. as well like a wet or thing, jump in front of cars stuff. and stuff yeah like that's such stupid shit but yeah, but yeah uh, like and, do you not agree I, that I'm so far it, better co- I'm, I'm not not enjoying it Tasha gave up <laughs> on it in season 3 and like she watched <laughs> episode 2 with me and she said this show is so fucking boring like I was a bit excited because the twins were in it at the hospital yeah. but I mean she was like this show is so slow and like my cousin was down today and he loves Breaking Bad he says it's his mm. favourite TV show and he's up to date with Better Call Saul he, he doesn't like it though but he says he's watching it because he knows there's going to be a payoff like there is like in those flash yeah. forwards there's, like I've always said that although like we talked about the flash forward last week like it was kind of meh it was all right, yeah, it was but pointless. Like, um, there, there's something. Like, I mean, that I don't, I don't know if you got to this point in like the third episode. There is something that happens in that episode where a character that we saw very, very briefly in Breaking Bad comes into it, and you, you remember who it is when you see it. Right, because I've read that in this season Hank's going to show up as oh, well. Nice. Cool. He's not Hank. Which would make sense if the the killings have started happening in Mexico and oh, stuff yeah. like that. You know, like that Hank's part of the DA or no, he wasn't. He was just a police officer before when Breaking Bad started. Remember, he got yeah, recruited. Yeah. And on the first day of his job, he seen the head exploding in the turtle. Oh, that's right. It was uh, Danny Trail. Yeah. We might see yeah. him in the show. That would be fucking We cool. could. We could see Danny Trail. But, like, I really hope that this all ties up into a big neat knot. Very clear. 
done because Breaking Bad was such a clever show and so far I've not seen much of it apart from like Saul's Origins which I'm fine with because I like Saul as well but so far I've not seen the cleverness of Breaking Bad shine through unless they're playing the long game which I would imagine they're doing if this guy's just doing this for the easy paycheck and he just ties it in and it's like Han Solo the movie if you will the one that I went to see it's like it was it done it, it was a Star Wars film but it was like told us nothing new I, I want to I see more like, I've definitely enjoyed seeing a lot more of Mike and like it's yes. been interesting, like. Th- but that, that's not what I'm. That's not. That's not what I'm criticizing. I'm criticizing yeah. the actual story. It's like it's yeah. not. It's slowly getting to what we expect. So by seeing him doing the adverts in like season one and two, yeah. seeing him like being a kind of sneaky lawyer sometimes. You know what I mean? And seeing him having to be down and out and meeting all these characters because he'll still have to meet. Remember when when they met him? He had the big fat guy and he had the ginger guy. Oh, I fucking up. loved those two guys, yeah. especially the ginger guy. Like I, he, I thought he was brilliant. Those two will need to come into it, obviously, because they were like yeah. his two main sort of enforcers. Yeah. And then, like, we've met the receptionist, remember, she worked for him when him and the blonde had the, I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But she's also got to die or Kim. go away somewhere because Kim's yeah, Kim. not in better, breaking bad at all. Nope, not even mentioned. No. So, the, the, I definitely think we'll see at least five seasons from this show, like five minimum. Mm. I really Probably, hope it's yeah. not. Sh- I really hope it's not strung out till it's outstayed its welcome. I would say six maximum in my mind. Hmm. No more than six seasons of this, but they really need to start upping the excitement because a lot of Breaking Bad fans are expecting it to go pow pow. But like you've said, it's more about the characters. This, this Mike and him are two of the favourites. Like I hated when Walt killed Mike in Breaking Bad. Hmm. Sorry, spoilers. And I still don't feel that he did have to kill Mike. <laughs> But um, anyway, uh, yeah, Gus I'm not really as interested in. We kind of see the backstory in Breaking Bad, you know what I mean? This is just kind of adding to who we already know. Uh, the twins, we kind of get the point with them as well. Like, they don't yeah, they're, speak. Not, they're not particularly interesting characters, to be honest, because they're no. not saying like, it. Was, that was one of the most tense moments in TV I've ever seen. I remember when Walt was in the house having a shower and they were sitting oh, text yeah, through saying, call it off. Yeah, away, like, just before it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but remember when we first met them, they were crawling belly up to the picture of Walt that oh, was in the sure, shrine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at it. Weird show. Such a weird show. But like, th- this guy likes to film like close ups and then do reveals at the start of every episode, like a tap dripping, and then it pulls back. I've noticed, or like some like weird thing. But remember, like, the weird thing is we're getting flash forwards in Better Call Saul. Do you remember Breaking Bad always had flash forwards to the next to what was happening in that season? Like we had the teddy bear eye and then the yep. plane crash and it tied in. Mm-hmm. But like this is just one, like really good. Really, that was the probably my favourite season. See when you found out like what the fuck is this weird looking teddy bear and then it all ties in. It's like, oh my god, they caused that because the girl dying and mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, um and then Walt had to make a speech about it at school because he was still working there at the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch through Breaking Bad again at some point. Like I did start it, but I really want to finish Better Call Saul. But the problem is, it is literally a year before the next season comes on every time. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's not like to a year or like half a year wait, or they split the seasons. It's like nope, your full season comes out, then there's nothing zip nada. There's not even rumors or anything really until it nearly comes out. Um, but it's the few, the flash forwards. I was disappointed in this one. I hope we got another one at the end because we did last season. And yeah. it was building up to something. Remember the one where I think it was the halfway because you know they, they they always have a wee break before Christmas, maybe. Yep. Um, and it was he was locked down the stairs and he was panicking. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. and then that, someone just let him out. 
Yeah, so it's all, they've always been kind of like trying to build tension, but then nothing happens. Like the woman checking his, you know, his uh, driver's license, and then nothing happened because it's obviously a fake. Or, but I don't know whether. Remember, he had a guy that could make people disappear. Yep. So he's obviously done that for himself. Because remember Walt, like he yep. did that for Walt as well. He done it for Walt because you remember the flash forward where we seen Walt, and it was like he was taking guns out the back of a car, and you're like, oh my mm-hmm. god, what's happened to him? And then you have to watch half a season, like six episodes, before you find out, oh shit, he's got to disappear. Yep. So, um, yeah, and then that's obviously tying into the end where he killed the fuck out of everybody by making the gun in the back of his car shoot through the wall. And he just shouted, Jesse Duck. That was the finale, wasn't it? Um, I don't know if it was the finale, but it was definitely near the end anyway. Because remember Close the finale, he, was, he just like, like went and got caught, basically. Well, he got shot, and then he just, like, fit. that was the finale. That was the finale, because he shot through the house, and he went into rescue Jesse mm-hmm. on the side. And then, like, he carried Jesse to the car. But there's all these in-depth theories that I've seen on YouTube where, like, the cancer was back, as we know, and it would have made his blood clot quicker. So the fact that where he was shot, it wasn't any vital organs and all this. And mm-hmm. I don't think Walt's dead. Probably not, no. Because there's got to be some payoff. Jesse's not coming after anybody. But did Saul screw Walt at the end? Like, oh, I can't remember. Maybe he did. Because oh, come on, because he got he got found out like where he was. Like who Saul? No, no, uh, Walt. Walt like, did, yeah, yeah. But like something happened. Like Saul's in the run for a reason. He's either in witness protection or he's you know if if it turns out he's witness protection instead of his guy. Either way, he's in hiding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. But exactly. the w- the way he's acting isn't witness protection. Do you know? It's as if like he was worried that his his new identity wasn't going through the hospital. If that was witness mm-hmm. protection, it would have been a hundred percent. He wouldn't have to worry, and he wouldn't be like nervous. Remember when the get the boys were fighting in the mall, and he was nervous yeah. to go and stop them because the police showed up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't think it's witness protection. Maybe not. But. I'd, I'd, it's it's good because it's still got me questioning this but I do agree with Tasha a lot is slow paced it is going to be a slow burn to the end but I really wish they added some more excitement yeah I, I do kind of agree but I'm still enjoying the show like yeah yeah anyway yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. all we watched yeah let's move on to level up this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video games that we've played throughout the week but most importantly the video game news so Andy quite a few things happening this week in the video game news what were they? <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> there's an unbelievable amount of Switch news again like do you know what it's funny like every week like Switch seems to dominate the conversation and that's not like us like it's not a bad we thing. Cherry, but... We don't we don't cherry pick the news. Like I just find like the news that is yeah, like, yeah. interesting to talk about and like That's the same as I do. Almost all of it is switch. <laughs> like I'd say over the last few weeks it's been probably seventy five percent of the news is like switch news. Like It'll be the same to next year till the PS five and Xbox two builds up, which is what we're gonna call yeah, the show until they true. get announced. Right? So <laughs> the these these are two consoles that are at the end of their life cycle. Everybody that I speak to is like, oh, they can't be, they can't be. But that's only because the 360 and PS3 extended life cycles because of the mm-hmm. credit crunch and everything that happened. Yep. So with these consoles, that's a natural console life cycle, five to six years. That's normal. And then move on to the next. So yep. there's nothing Obviously, really going to mm, come out, bar like out, backwards, backwards compatible games and there's still games coming out. But like as for hardware changes or like, oh my God, that game's coming to it. There's going to be no surprises for these two consoles until the next ones. None. Mm. Unless it's an IP that looks cool, right? So mm. that's the thing. Whereas the Switch, it's like, there was a couple this week. 
Um, the, I'm like, what? That's come to Switch. One especially, one of the later stories. I'm like, why? Why that one? Why <laughs> yeah, the there are some real weird ones, but mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's go through them. Um, so first of all, there's a new Switch dongle coming out that can replace your dock, and it includes an Ethernet port. This is a third party one, isn't it? Yep, won't be using it. So yeah, I mean, these things definitely be we'll careful the using them because uh, there has it has been known not that this one specifically but some of them have been known to break your switch unfortunately as part of some of the updates so uh, I mean until I think it, I would only buy a Nintendo one of yeah. these type of things uh, I wouldn't recommend third party at all no um, I mean third part, I'd buy like other third party stuff like uh, consoles Joy-Cons fine but with the dock yeah. no because Nintendo seem to be doing it maybe not on purpose but whatever they're updating it to is like bricking switches like completely I think it's to do with like the the protections on it, like you know how you've got the like the, copy uh, protection, yeah, yeah, the copy protection stuff. So I think it's to do with that, and that's why it doesn't it won't work. Like uh, yeah, because my 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 switch won't connect through the HDMI in the arc output, which is obviously mm-hmm. set up on my four K to be able to record from that output. I have to plug it in HDMI one, two, or three. The fourth one won't work. First world problems. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, Nintendo shares uh, Nintendo shares an image of Super Mario Bros. Three in action on Switch. This is one of the games that's coming on the uh, Nintendo Online thing, which comes out uh, the second half of next month. Like <laughs> they keep like narrowing Delia. the date down just a little bit. <laughs> like it's coming out in what was it originally? It was like last year, like, yeah, winter last year, and then like early this year, and then March this year, and then oh summer this year, and then oh. Like September this year, and then end of September this year. I'm like, okay, so they've still not got an official full date for it. It's only a month away. Like, but they seem to like have it there pretty much. I think. Now <laughs> I don't know. Fuck those. Like, I, was, I mean, I'm still gonna get it, but they could get could get delayed again. Yeah, but I mean, we we spoke about the emulators and stuff like that last week, so they're they're obviously ramping up to it at this point. And maybe they just delayed it so they could try and get a case against these emulator sites first. I don't know. They've, they've won anyway. The emulators just went with the court order and went, okay, we'll take it down. No bother. No court re- required. It's gone. Yeah. I mean, because you, go you go on Emulator Paradise and you search for anything, mm-hmm. you click on it, it says there's no. Yeah. I think they, like, Emu Paradise as well, like, they didn't even, Nintendo didn't even contact them. They just took the took all the links out because yeah. they knew that, like, they'd be, they'd be next, they'd be essentially. Next. They're like, yeah, if, like, some of these other sites are getting hit, like, yeah, we're fucked. So they just took it away. I think they've still got like uh, forums and stuff like that, but I mean, you'll be able to get things like that in torrents and all that sort of shit. If you the torrent, the torrent sites are still there, but so. To be honest, though, I mean, if they give me a legitimate way that I can buy the stuff, like I don't mind buying the stuff that I want to play. Like I've said that the before. Other, all the other thousands and thousands of games that are out there, like I have no interest in playing them. Like even on even on my like uh, my SNES Mini that I hacked. Like, I've barely played any of the games apart from the ones where I'm like, oh, I really want to play that, like Donkey Kong and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The other games, I'm like, yeah, it's there, but like, I probably never play it. Like, I don't need to have it there, and there's no appeal for me really to go and like play. I don't know, random game X, Y, or Z on on that. Um, but yeah, so like, if they like, for example, if they put Donkey Kong Country One, Two, and Three on the Switch, I'll I will buy them on a the Switch, even though I've got them like on this as many anyway. Like so, I'll mm-hmm. still get my money either way. Um, Pokemon Go has returned to the uh, top of the charts on the US iOS App Store. So this is there's been a couple of updates this week. I don't know new new shit happening. 
you still playing it or have you, have you ducked back away from it again? No, no, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm not out in box per se, but I turn it on my season stuff, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, like I booted it once, um, ran out of Pokeballs and then went, okay, well there's no Pokestops near me, can't be bothered walking to a Pokestop, and I'm done. <laughs> I took a lazy mentality with that one. Bethany plays it though, like. There's a parental thing coming for it, did I put yeah, I don't know. What, what's the parental thing? It's a new story. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, Time Splitters has a new owner, and uh, there are some plans afoot to make uh, essentially like a new game, supposedly, which is cool. Do, did you play Time Splitters on the PS2 or GameCube? Mm, I played it on the PS2. Because I don't know if the, I don't know if the first one was out on GameCube, but the second one definitely was. Um, but yeah, these came out like and in two thousand, and it was made by some of the guys that were that made Goldeneye. Yeah, and the third one was on GameCube. Future. Third one was on. I oh, was that not Xbox as well, like original yeah. Xbox. Yeah. yeah. I never never played that one because I, I heard it wasn't good. For like, I remember the one where there was a challenge, bricks through windows. Called what? Just, bricks through windows. You had to throw bricks through windows for something. Right. I can't okay. remember what it was. It was monkeys. Hmm. But yeah, uh, basically they're owned by a new company called uh, Second Sight and they're going to be uh, publishing games through uh, Deep Silver. Oh no, not Second Sight. That's the name of the game. Where the fuck is the name? Cock Media, there we go. Cock Media. Uh, <laughs> the only thing, uh, K-O-C-H, Cock like it's a German thing. Um, the only thing that that I know that they've done recently is the uh, that home front game, which is interesting because that was a bad game. <laughs> so I don't know. It depends. I mean, I'd like to see the the time splitters guys that were originally worked on those games, like the guys that were at Rare and made Gold and stuff like that. I'd like to see them do a new game. But I mean, any time splitters game, I would I'll buy it because I like I really like that series. It was good, but uh, I did find out that there was an Easter egg in, in Homefront, the Revolution. You did for yes. uh, for Time Splitters. It's basically there's two levels of Time Splitters two in that game in an arcade machine that you can play, which I thought was fucking cool. And uh, I think that game's on Game Pass, so I need to download it and, and try that. But I don't know how far how, how like far you need to play through that game to get to that. <laughs> That's sure. the only issue. I'm like, hmm, can I play through this bad game to get to this like possibly bad port of like two levels of Time Splitters Two? Hmm. Like, is it worth it? Hmm. I don't know. I did. I did check to see if uh, if Time Splitters One or Two was on PS4, like it was backwards compatible PS2 games that I could buy, and they were not, unfortunately. <laughs> um. So further to what we were talking about last week with this guy, uh, Philip Mewson, who was a uh, game reviewer at IGN and he's the one that uh, plagiarised someone else's review of Bimstick Gaming on, on YouTube basically stole his review and passed it off his own um, IGN is now working on uh, basically scrubbing all of pretty much all of his work, certainly all of his uh, all of his reviews from the website because they found more like plagiarism in like, uh, I think it was his FIFA review on the Switch and uh, there was like some other like articles that he'd done about bits and pieces. His Octopath Traveler review that that was one that he basically lifted these from other people, including some of the people that worked with him at IGN. <laughs> like he'd basically stolen like parts of their reviews from like other places and stuff like that. And you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? 
but uh, but yeah, even like on his, they've like people have gone back through and looked at all his work now because like this has blown up, and uh, even like on his old YouTube videos and stuff like that, he was basically lifting stuff from other people's content. Like Nintendo Life was one. You you got a lot of stuff from Nintendo Life, so, but he just thought he could get away with it, especially when he was working for IGN because they were a big publication and these other ones were smaller sites and uh, YouTubers and stuff. So what a dick! Don't steal other people's work. But it kind of it kind of confuses me because like why would you want to like get into games reviewing, like if you couldn't be bothered doing it? Like <laughs> I mean what? <laughs> Sure. I don't know, it's a weird one. Um, Night Trap finally comes to Switch next week. Now, I don't know if this is... Yeah, so it's for, this article's from Eurogamer, so like this should should it's come out store. here. It's on the store now. Okay. Because this came out on PS4 in America like ages ago at this point, like months yeah. and months ago, and it's still not there like on, in Europe. Like, it's just not there. Because I, I would have bought it on, on PS4 like for trophies, because apparently it's like it's quite easy to get trophies in it, but... Uh, but yeah, so coming to Switch like this. What today or yesterday? Something like that. It's out. It's out now anyway. It's out is now that? anyway. What is it? Like uh, Night Trap. It's out, out now. Yeah. Not sure. Maybe. Not no, but, okay. Well, it's out like either now or like at some point this week. Uh, Nintendo has revealed a. A Switch bundle, which is exclusive to Walmart, which uh, comes with it's the Neon controllers, and it also comes with um, Mario Tennis Aces, as well as a packed-in download code for One Two Switch. So they're finally packing in One Two Switch <laughs> after a year and a bit. I mean that. I mean it really should have been bundled with the console, like. Oh yes, that should have been a day one demo disc. Because I mean, it's really not a good game in the slightest none of the games are in any way fun like at all no it's, it's funny because they tried to make like tennis and it was like a table tennis game but they tried to like get you to play it you couldn't see the ball anything. <laughs> you could see the ball and like there was no representation of the ball like on the screen or anything like that so it was confusing as fuck and, and Mario Tennis Aces like has a better version of like the Wii Sports Tennis essentially uh, it's still not great but like I, I still don't think it feels like the, the Wii Tennis game but but anyway that, that one's coming out on September the 5th I don't need another Switch just yet so I'll not be bothering with that um, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate uh, has got a free demo which is out on Switch now yay yes you, down, you downloaded it and uh, I think we'll, we'll talk about it We're a bit totally I, I, didn't, I did download it but I did not uh, give it, give it a, a shot yet so uh, oh, this there's a fishing game which was originally out on the Wii, which is now coming to the Switch. Um, the Switch is getting full of this shit. Like uh, I think it was a game called Go Vacation that came out recently. Um, it was originally a, a Wii game as well, and that's coming over. Now the the only thing that makes me this makes me slightly happy with these things coming out is that Zack and Wiki was a Wii exclusive game, and like that should come to the Switch. Like, they're fucking putting these fucking bullshit fishing games and go vacation all this garbage then give me fucking Zack and Wiki because that is probably the best game on the Wii like I'm not even joking it's amazing and it, it came out near the end of like the, the Wii's life cycle so like not a lot of people played it but it's fucking great like uh, it did come out on the Wii U like eShop store thing so like if you do have 
Uh, if you do have a Wii U still, which is probably about three people, uh, you can play that there on the, the Wii shop. But yeah, this is coming bundled with some sort of fishing accessory, <laughs> plastic piece of garbage that the Joy-Cons fit into. And yeah, I, I would be... I would imagine that this will work with the Labo. I can't see any reason why it wouldn't, because the Labo is like a kind of similar sort of design to this, like fishing rod, but obviously like made of plastic. So I, I would think that that would work. And if it doesn't work, then that's fucking shit, because I mean that's a major missed opportunity. Like, uh, I, I would imagine as well, because like, they're doing that Labo vehicle kit thing, like, with the steering wheel and stuff like that, like, that stuff should work with the uh, with Mario Kart. Like, they should patch Mario Kart to make that work. I know they did it for the like, the bike handlebar things. So they, I imagine they'll do that with steering wheel as well. Uh, Arcane has said that uh, the Dishonored series is resting for just now. So Dishonored 3 is not coming anytime soon. I think that's probably in, like, Dishonored 2. Next gen. Like... Well, maybe, yeah, but I mean, Dishonored 2 didn't do that well, like, uh, commercially. And then they did that Death of the Outsider thing as well, that I don't think did very well at all. That was a strange move, that one, like, putting that as, like, a standalone thing. Especially as a physical. Like, I, d- I didn't quite understand what that was all about. I think they'd seen that they'd had, like, success with doing it with uh, Wolfenstein for the Old Blood. And they're like, oh, we can do this with uh, Dishonored. And I don't think it paid off the same. I tried, I did buy that game, try it, and I didn't like it. I, I never played Dishonored 2, to be fair, though. Did you ever play Dishonored 2? No. And you really liked Dishonored 1 as well, which, so why did, why did you never play the second one? <sighs> too much other stuff. Too much other stuff. I mean, you can play it now, it's fucking like, it's a fiver. Dishonored 2, like... Too much other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just kind of moved on from that at this point. Like, yeah, I just have no interest. Like, I've no, I've no interest. It's just I was fine with Dishonored One. It wasn't like an open shut case necessarily, but I was okay with the story. That I didn't feel like I wanted a sequel. I felt the same about Bioshock as well, to be honest. And it took them to the third one to prove me wrong. But like, mm. Dishonored Two felt like more of the same. Mm. Plus, they marketed wrong at the start. Like, I get the female protagonist was all stuff like that. It's like. I want to see more at Corvo. Like, and I know he was in it, but they marketed it towards the girl. Which is fine. Ch- I think you could choose at the beginning. Like, no, you can, but they never market. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the marketing. Right, right. I mean, he's still on... He is on the front cover. Like, the guy, is he not? Corvo. I don't know. Maybe not. No, no, it's not. It's the girl in it. Yep. It's on the front cover. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I suppose no, you're right. But yeah, you, you are right. Like, the... The like companies at that time were really pushing like the oh strong female protagonist blah blah blah. Yeah, but it's like you've already got a strong male protagonist. That's like take Mario and like they, I know they did a game of Peach, but now the next game you get to play as Mario eventually, but it's Peach. Mm. <laughs> you know, but maybe that's a bad example. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I don't know. Like mm. who knows? Um, Diablo three is coming to the Switch later on this year. I'm getting that confirmed day one. finally. Like, I started playing yeah. that when it came to PS4 with Dave McDonald and like I really get into it and then obviously like just working stuff got in the way but see on handheld I'll have much more time to jump in and do dungeons and stuff and I know you'll get it as well and it's right up your street because it's D&D world if I'm not yeah. wrong. 
Um, I don't know. I don't think it's D&D World. <coughs> like, I think it but, is. Uh, no, because it's Blizzard. It's not D&D. It's Blizzard. It's, it's Diablo's like its own world. But, um, but yeah, like the, uh, I played Diablo 1 and 2 like years ago like on PC. Um, back in, in the old, olden days. What, the 90s those came out? Um, and I, Copy. And, oh, he's going to prove me wrong. And I never, ever played the third one when it came out, so this, this is a perfect opportunity for me to play. Like, I haven't touched it at all once, so... Right, let's see. Diablo, Diablo Wiki? Oh, you're just listening to Wiki? What? Oh, it's a Diablo Wiki. Just read the first one. Wikipedia. Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Right, okay. okay. So it is tied into D&D. Tied into D&D. Okay, cool. You proved me wrong. <laughs> okay. It's D&D. D. I'll, I'll, I'll post this in the... I don't even celebrate my victories over... Yeah. Especially when it, this is your sort of stuff as well, you should know this. I've posted it in the chat. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I, I think I'll be day one on that one. Like, because I've never played it, it's, a brand, it's essentially a brand new game to me, and it comes with all the, like, whatever DLC and stuff like that they've released over the years for it, which there's been quite a few different DLCs for that, so... And it's supposed to be a good game that they fixed it, because I think there was some big issues with it at launch, like with the... Uh, there was some error code. I remember there was a meme at the time, like when that first came out, and it was like some it was like some hot girl, and she would just like take her top off, and it would just have the Diablo error code, like instead of showing your boobs. <laughs> like that, that was one of one of the earlier earlier memes that I can remember. Um, but yeah, like it, it looks good. And hopefully, it runs. I imagine it will run fine on the Switch. I love the Reggie like announcement for it. I love Reggie trying to act. I just like that man. Yeah. <laughs> the the other thing which was kind of interesting with this is that the uh, it was at Gamescom and they, I think sure it was Eurogamer did it or someone like that did an interview with uh, one of the guys from Blizzard about this and they asked him as part of that like oh what about like now that Blizzard's back on a Nintendo console like because it hasn't been like Nintendo ha- they haven't had a Blizzard game on a Nintendo console since fucking Starcraft sixty four. Like <laughs> that's like twenty years ago. Um so like oh now that Nintendo's <clears throat> got this relationship with Nintendo again, like where they're making games and putting them on the console, like what about like some of the other games, like what about Overwatch? And they're like, Well we've nothing to announce at this time, but um theoretically Overwatch could run on Switch. Which like they're fucking making they're fucking making Overwatch for Switch. They'd be absolutely stupid not to at this point. Like I mean look at Fortnite and Fortnite must be making a lot of money on Switch. I'll be I'll Blizzard. be playing the shit out of Overwatch. I enjoyed. I'll play the shit out of yep. Switch. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like I play Rocket League, like, like quite a lot. I was playing it like every day for a while there, like yeah. before I go to bed. But I mean, I would happily do that with with Overwatch as well. Just play like, a yeah. couple of matches before like I go to bed. Like that's the perfect sort of game uh, to just play a few matches and put it down. Like definitely. <clears throat> it's like those those sort of games belong on the Switch. Like a hundred percent. And like the fact they're saying, yeah, it could run means they've fucking they've tested it, and they're like, yeah, okay, this works. So there's that's in the works. Should be not to. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Plus, like, like I said, do you know what they should now, do? Warcraft mm, three. I don't know if they, they would necessarily do, do that or like or Starcraft because they, they said, said Starcraft, no to Starcraft. Yeah, they said Starcraft two couldn't work on the Switch because they'd have to rework the game essentially, and there's no point in doing it now because like the game's so old. But um, yeah. but I mean the next one they might be able to do it on the con- or, like on consoles. I would say Which like see like seeing why like, why don't they the release World of Warcraft on it? Because but I'm still waiting for that for the Wii U. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> that announcement? Did they announce that? Fuck me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
see, we'll see like you see how Jurassic World evolution like it's done quite well on the like, consoles um, and, it, and it works fine and everything like that so, and there's no reason why that couldn't come to Switch like it's not gra- that graphically intensive um, but like stuff like that if that goes to Switch and like succeeds then there's no reason why the next Starcraft and War- like standard Warcraft games wouldn't be able to come to the Switch as well and if they can utilise the touchscreen on it then for not sure they could make it work I don't know if they would though because cool. sometimes sometimes that doesn't quite translate fully over um, other Switch news it's all fucking Switch news um, Gone Home's coming to Switch next week yep might as well it's just coming like fucking everything's coming out like any game where someone's ever went oh that's a good game They're, Nintendo's like give it to me now <laughs> like, okay like how 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 long will it take you to port this? Oh, six weeks. Okay, do it in four. Right. Okay, that's fine. We'll get it out. But yeah, every game's fucking coming over Switch. I mean, games like that, like that is a really good game. And like, if you've not played it before, definitely play it. If you've already played it, there's not really any reason to pick it up again. I don't think. No. And like, I, I bought it on uh, I bought it on PC because I think I think it was you who talked about it on the show and like yeah. told me to play it and like I got it on PC. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you, you definitely did. Because uh, it was you that told me to play it, and you're like, oh, you need to play this. Cause when I was during my time when I was playing, what was that game where it told you how to play in the night? Stanley Parable. That was great. That'll come to oh, Switch. It was, it was fucking brilliant, that. Uh, I, it should, and like Papers, Please. Papers, Please might already be there right enough, but like those sort of games, like when I first got like my PC that was capable of playing games, like I bought all those games... Um, because they were like the games that people were talking about like oh like you can't get this anywhere else like you need to play this you need to play this you need to play this and I got all of them and they were all fucking brilliant like uh, but yeah Gone Home like if you've never played it and you don't know what it is just uh, it's like a haunted not haunted it's like a mansion that you go into and it's kind of atmospheric shall we say and uh, yeah go through it it's a good game I think once you know what it is like going through it again is not enjoyable because like I played through it on on PS4 again and I'm like yeah this wasn't good like to once you know what, what what like the story and stuff like that is but playing through it the first time was it's a really good experience so yeah definitely definitely try it if you've not played it if you've already played it don't bother um three million PlayStation VRs have been sold which means that four percent of PS4 owners have bought one which is not, it's a, not lot. a lot not a lot. Especially with the like price drop. The Xbox, now, cause... Xbox are sitting going. Glad we didn't jump on that one, boys. <laughs> I mean, I think they've made money off it though, and it's still the best-selling VR headset, like by a good margin. Yeah, because it was reasonably priced, and everybody had a PS4 at the point. Yeah, and like obviously it's come down in price quite a lot, but like I, I'm, I would say that for the next console, they'll do a new VR headset, which will be much more powerful and will be probably much more expensive. And wire-free, hopefully. And I imagine it's wireless because that'll be that's one of the kind of big complaints about it. Seven thousand wires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spyro Reignited trilogy got delayed on PS4 and Xbox One to November, which is a bad time for it to come out. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I've still got it pre-ordered, but like, it was originally supposed to come out in September. I'm holding off because it will come to Switch. Yeah, or definitely come to Switch, but. Uh... I mean, I don't even have like that much of an affinity for Spyro. Like, I just want to get it so that Bethany can play it. To be honest, I love it. I love the first one especially. Yeah, like I don't even know that I've ever played. Do you know what they should ever, re-release? Croc. Yes, like Croc was fucking my jam. I played that on the Saturn and then then the PlayStation One as well. Like that was a good like game. I said, see I the time, it. and I've said it before. I would argue that was up there. 
uh, yeah, I don't think the controls were as good as Mario. Like, no. It, and it was a lot slower, but it was really, really good. Yep. Like, I would equate it more to, like, Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, yeah, with the areas, yeah, because it was kind of jungly. I remember collecting the diamond thing. Yeah, mm. more more that it was all collectible stuff. and like. But I just really liked, like, the like croc character and, like, all the wee gobbles and stuff like that that you had to go around and rescue and stuff. Like, yeah. He was a good mascot that they didn't really do anything. <clears throat> Correct. I liked his eyes. His eyes were cool. He was better than Gex as well. <laughs> Gex wasn't good. I remember Gex 3D and the one where he was James Bond in the front, Enter the Gecko. Mm. It was not good games. They were kind of up there with like Sly Cooper, but not as good. Yeah. They were like third tier like platform heroes when they were just yep. throwing anything. To... And it's like, but Crash already stopped, guys, stick with him, and then Ratchet came along yeah. and blew Crash out of the water. Um, the game Vampire has been uh, optioned for a TV series on but why? Fox. But why? I mean, like, I can see where the appeal is because, like, it does. Apparently, the story's good, but the story. controls are clunky. Yeah, it, it's definitely like a story game first and like an action game second, which it. Which it is weird because that's what the mechanics have to. Yeah, but I mean, it, it makes some sense. Like when you think about like Life is Strange and that, like the. Like the story was definitely forefront there, as opposed to like any action. There wasn't a lot of that, like action. There was no like timed stuff particularly. Um, but if you think back to like Don't Nod's other game, like Remember Me, that was fucking all action. It had good story stuff in it as well. But like the combat in that was really really good. So it's strange that the combat is not anyone near as good like in in Vampire. Like I played Remember it for, Me like, was great. Remember Me was amazing. Yeah, and like if they used like I, I imagine it's like a different team of guys that made the combat cause or a different engine well it will be a different engine because it's a whole different generation but the but the guys that made the combat for remember me there's no way that those guys made that those same guys made the combat for a vampire there's no chance because it's just nowhere near as good uh, it does feel clunky it kind of feels like do you remember uh, what was it Lords of the Fallen yeah they kind of tried to be Dark Souls but wasn't as good. Tried to be Dark Souls but wasn't as good. Like it's, not, <clears throat> and I mean, Vampire's definitely not as hard as that. And like, it, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I, that's what I would kind of equate it to, like Lords of the Fallen, which was was not really a good game. But Vampire does like look nice and does have a decent story and stuff. So, just it wasn't for me, like at that point when uh when I when I tried it, because it was kind of it is a slow paced story and it's very like. When there's a guide on how to water a plant in a game, that game's not for me. <laughs> is there a guide to water a plant? Jesus. Yeah, there's a plant, and every time you go to the plant, it says the plant is dying, and there's like an elaborate right. way to get this water to water it, and the payoff's not even worth it. Mm, uh, yeah, I don't think I care about that. <laughs> no. Um, okay, um, so there's a game coming out which was originally due to come out on the Mega Drive, and it never ever came out, made by uh, Dice. Which are the uh, cool. uh, which are the guys who make like the Battlefield games and Mirror's Edge and that? Um, they made a game called Hardcore, which was a two D like Metroidvania style game, and those are really hot right now. So uh, that is going to be coming out now on the uh, PS4 and Vita. Uh, it's coming out for release via strictly limited games. So twenty five years after it was originally scheduled to come out, it's finally coming out. Now, I don't know whether it's a good game or not a bad game. It remains to be seen, but we'll see. Uh, apparently, though, like when it was uh, cancelled, it had just like basically one bug remaining in the game before it could have been greenlit. So they've obviously like went and fixed whatever bug that was, and it can now, now come out. 
Uh, we've seen a lot of this kind of retro revival stuff, like with like Tanglewood coming out and uh, what is it, Zeno, Zeno Raid or Zeno Crisis, whatever it's called, uh, coming out soon as well. I I think like with Shovel Knight and that having big success, like that's had a a big impact on these sort of things. Um, so if you buy uh, Super Mario Party from the uh, Nintendo Store, you'll get a free lamp with it, a free question mark block lamp. Then I've got loads of these shit lying about in the warehouse, obviously, and they're like, yeah, just give one away for free with this game so that we can convince people to give us the money directly rather than going through like a third-party retail like Amazon or whatnot. Which is, is an interesting way to do it, but, I mean, how much extra money are they making off of that? Because it is free. Like, you're paying, like, £50 for Mario Party, and then you're getting this free lamp. So are they making, like, £10 more? Because the lamps are, like, £10, £12. Are they making £10 more by cutting out Amazon? I don't know, maybe. I mean, the lamps look okay. They are cheap, cheap lamps. And uh, a lot of a lot of them, as far as I know, aren't, uh, aren't like, USB or anything like that. They're, like, battery-powered, so... You know, that cheap shit garbage. But, yeah, no, no, no. Um, Resident Evil 2 Collector's Edition has a uh, statue with it for... Uh, it's Leon... Yeah, 12 inch Leon statue, and it costs £230. Fuck me. <laughs> um, and this one, uh, this one doesn't even have that keyboard in it, which uh, is the other one that's that's coming out in Japan, which costs like the equivalent of £530. Uh, like, holy fuck. And the keyboard is, it's like a, apparently a reskin of like another keyboard that's about like, a, it's like a £150 keyboard. So that's that collector's edition works out like the, the Japanese exclusive one. That one works out like being about three hundred and fifty, and they're selling it for like five eighty, which is mental. But yeah, have you any interest in buying this Resident Evil Two collector's edition? No, I won't get the I mean, game though. I mean, the statue looks all right. Like I liked the Resident Evil like collector's edition. It's one that came with the Mad Controller, the chainsaw thing. Like that was fucking cool. Dreamer. Yeah, it's really rare, especially like with the box and everything like that. That was on the, the GameCube and the PS2. Yeah, I remember seeing it. It went for cheap for a while because no one wanted it because it was yeah. shit. <clears throat> it was like, it was a controller that one. nobody wanted to use. But no. it looks really cool. Like, you see that on the shelf and you're like, oh, that's fucking, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, tw- no interest in this 12-inch Leon statue. I don't, Leon's not my favourite character from Who's your favourite character from, from it then? Chris Redfield, obviously. Chris Redfield. Is that the one that was played by Michael Schofield? Sure. Which is the wrong choice for Chris <laughs> Pratt's more a Chris Redfield style. Well, you would, like, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't have been able to get him. Maybe back then, right enough. Don't know. Um, Xbox One is uh, adding the ability to broadcast everything. So, I believe right now. Including your dashboard. <laughs> yeah, so I believe right now sometimes when you go back to dashboard, it's uh, like when you're broadcasting like, on, on Twitch or something. Like, yeah, it basically it doesn't stop your stream, but like it says like seem blocked or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so now it's going to be able to broadcast everything. That does raise a couple of like problems, like security depending issues, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, because like like more more in Europe to be fair, with like the, all the GDPR legislation and stuff like that's going about. Like, because if you go and access your friends list, then all your friends are there and like. Have they given permissions like for uh, 
you to show their name on the stream, yeah. like all that sort of shit. Like, well, not even gamertag, because I mean, some people yeah, actual names, you yeah. have, yeah, you'll have their gamertag and then their full name will be there as well. So I don't quite know how that works. Um, the other thing is like a lot of time when it's when like, I know like on PlayStation, like if you go to like the PlayStation Store, then it will like stops your stream. Like it doesn't stop your stream, but like it blocks that scene so that you can't see uh, somebody going through like and buying stuff and like putting their password in and all that. So. I don't know. Um, we spoke about that already. Uh, oh, a mortgage company figured out how much a house costs in Skyrim, Fallout 4, and more. Like, I, I, you know, I didn't actually click on this article. Like, so I'll, I'll look at this now, but. Can tell nobody's buying houses. <clears throat> yeah, the mortgage guys are just like, yeah, we're fucking bored. Like, uh, let's look at this game that came out like six years ago and see how much would a house cost in it. Like, okay. <laughs> Um, so most of the homes in Skyrim are going to cost you like 5,000 septums, which basically works out as being $12,476 or £9,242. Very cheap for a house. But to be honest, you run the risk of getting done over by the Dark Brotherhood or turned into vampire. Or... Mm-hmm. So reasonable for the risk. Yeah. Um, I didn't see like, what was Fallout. I, and yeah, so like the Breeze home in, in Skyrim would be worth if it was like equated in proper in the proper world, it would be worth two hundred twenty four thousand four hundred eighty six pound. No, which is very expensive for like a small fucking two bedroom house. Um, yeah, I don't. The other ones are kind of vaguer, but yeah, it's, that's much of a question, Skyrim. Like, see if this turns out that it was mortgage guys. That- the boss was on holiday. They're all getting sacked. Like, what did you what did you accomplish last week while I was on holiday? Well, this <laughs> we is didn't sell much, any houses. <laughs> we didn't sell any houses, but this is how much a house would cost in Skyrim. Oh, good job, guys! Like, um, oh, what do you want to do this week, boss? Okay, well, I would like you to post a job advert. Okay, what what job advert for? Your job. Like what? Yeah. Like yeah, you're fired. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, there's a rumor that uh, Nintendo is making a 4K Switch console, which is going to release in 2019. This is not even a rumor. This is bullshit. Yeah, I think this is somebody trying to start a rumor. If it was in no 2020 and this rumor came out, I could see it. But what the guy describes in this article is like an a Switch Two. He's not describing like a halfway update, like an XL or a Lite, which Nintendo's known to do. He's describing a whole new console. Well, well, I mean, Nintendo does have precedent for doing things like this. Um, if you look at like the new 3DS, the new t- 2DS. And yeah, that, but that like, was a whole new console. Yeah, but that well, was that was but... that, that wasn't after a year of their main system that's selling no. well being out. They do this next year, and th- this they will lose all goodwill for the Switch. Well, they they would definitely lose a bit of it, yeah. But like, uh, I can see the the drive for it, like. Uh, having a more powerful switch but it would have to be they couldn't do it portable it would have to be huge to be able to do 4k yeah like they wouldn't i don't think they could do it like on handheld there's no way there's no need for it either like the screen it's so small that you don't as long as you're playing nintendo exclusive games then it looks amazing anyway yeah i mean i can see the drive to like get the extra performance boost if it's docked so like see if they made like a box like just a box that was like the dock. Yeah, I could see them doing a new dock. Yeah. Like a, but not no, not even that. Like you like say it was a switch, but you just like, you couldn't undock it. But then that's like not a switch. Just, that's no, I know. It's, it's like yeah, well, it's exactly, really but like 
Yeah, but I mean, I think people have done things like that before as well. Look at the PlayStation TV. Like it was originally called the Vita TV, and it was it was marketed as that in Japan. So like it was, it played all the Vita games, but it was just like it didn't have a touchscreen or anything like that. So like people have done things like this before. Vita TV games. flopped. Oh, I played a lot of them. Like obviously not the ones that utilize the touchscreen, but Switch already has that covered because every game has to be playable in all the different modes. So you could theoretically put out a Switch that was more powerful and didn't have like a screen and stuff like that on it to bring to keep the cost down. I think this, they could do some really interesting things with the hardware and different configurations and stuff like that. Like we've already seen the rumours of like having the just handheld one that doesn't dock and like the Joy Cons and that don't come off That's the side, more the smaller one, which I believe that as well, because um, it's kind of more in line with like a PSP type thing or or a Vita. But I mean that's fine as well, and they could do either one or both. They could even they could do both of them because they they all look at it and they'll be like, okay, switches like kind of a jack of all trades so like they could they could refine those and make um, and make it so that the the, uh, the handheld one is better at handheld and like the the docked one is better at docked they essentially they, they might do it though like I, I think they will have had internal discussions about this but it's not not really that far along there's no way it's coming out next year uh, Forza Horizon 2 is going to reach uh, end of life status next month and uh, it's going to be removed from the Xbox store I mean, this just came out to, like, gold, did it not? Yeah, but if you've got it, I think you can re-download it and just yeah. buy it again. Yeah, I mean, like, I've tried it, it. I didn't, I tried it, I didn't like it. Yeah. And 4 is on its way. Yep. Uh, like, I'm excited to play 4 because it's set in the UK. Horizon 2 wasn't as good. It got held back, like, by that right. limitation. Horizon 3, like, because it was Xbox One only, then mm-hmm. it shows what Horizon 2 could have been. Um, okay. I didn't mind Horizon 2 but there's more driving news that I posted tonight at the end that I'm more excited about and you okay. might read it and go why and then you'll see why ok um, Blood Dragons are coming back in uh, Far Cry 5's Living Dead Zombies DLC <laughs> uh, you, they you, were got all... the, you got this didn't you? yeah I'm waiting until they're all out to play them as if I'm because <clears throat> this is like the second last I think I think this is the last one because the, the last one. Mars one already came out and the that's the right, yeah, Mars already, yeah. yeah, so I'm waiting to the third one to enjoy a whole new game more or less and then polish up some stuff in Far Cry. I love Far Cry Five. There was already like Blood Dragon tie-in when it was a movie producer making a movie of Blood Dragon, which was cool. Oh. Um, so yeah, there is tie-ins, but yeah, this will be fun. Nice. Um, a US judge has agreed to block Grand Theft Auto Five cheat programs. Good. So like, this is for people to like farm like gold and or whatever it is like dollars and shit in the game. That's... Shouldn't cheat in a game like that. I mean, uh, to be fair, like in the single player game, GTA has always been synonymous with, with cheating. Like there's That's always different. been a, there's always been like the the infinite money code or the invincibility code or the like five star police code, and those were fun to use a tank code and like rocket launcher code and stuff like that. And those were always fun to just like chuck on and see what like mischief you could get up yeah. to, but. I think the the like Rockstar's gone after these people hard because they were cheating in like the online mode, which where you can make is, money. Yeah, which is like where they actually sell like the GTA like shark cards and stuff like that. So they make a lot of a fucking hell of a lot of money off of off of that. So they're trying to protect their uh, their income essentially. Which uh, I mean, it makes sense. You do see I've seen things on eBay pop up before. Where it's like oh make blah 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 in GTA, and it's always like bullshit like people have cheated to get it and stuff like that. 
Uh, there's a new Evil Dead game coming, and uh, it's going to star Bruce Campbell. Like, this, some screenshots of this look terrible. It looks really bad. Like, really bad, like, cartoony graphics. But I, I don't know if that was, like, mock-ups or, or what it was, but, yeah, I have no interest in that. Would you play an Evil Dead game? I don't think I have no interest, no. I've got the no. Evil Dead trilogy in blue. Yeah, I mean, I, my wa- I like the movies. Get- no, I didn't. But, like, the guy in my work game <laughs> uh, loves horror, and he was insistent that I watched it, and he brought it in for me. Mm. And I stuck it on, and I went, this is shit. And then I watched the new one on Netflix, and I went, this is shit also. <laughs> Which one did you watch? What do you mean? I started at the beginning, obviously. I'm not that guy. No, no. Did you watch it? So did you watch the first one? Yeah, well, this, this is a bloody set that's got all three right. of them. And so, I never even made it through the whole film. And then there was okay, the remake so, on Netflix. And, like, no, yeah. I have no interest. No. And then there's the TV so, show. No. The, those movies are interesting because, like, the first movie, Evil Dead, right? I had it all the Evil Dead. And then the second movie is the same movie, but it's better and funnier. Like, it's got some humour in it. So, like, you're actually better off just skipping the first movie completely and just watching the second and third movies. No, thanks. That like that's how I'd watch the the second like the second one actually is is really good and then the third one is is very good because it's got uh it's basically like he gets sent back to like medieval times yeah. medieval times yeah and he's got his car and his shotgun and that and like it's funny it's kind of like it reminds me of Monty Python for some reason yeah no thanks yeah. Uh, it's maybe like one of those things that you had to see at the time it doesn't, you didn't doesn't see it at the time well like back in like. 81 before you were born did you see it no not in 81 but like uh, maybe maybe in the 90s I would have seen that maybe early 2000s so I'd have seen it maybe yeah so probably early 2000s I'd have seen it like when I was maybe like 15, 16 all those type of movies Uh, and I liked it back then but maybe that was just my humour at the time Uh, Nintendo has announced a shitload of fucking indie games as part of like a basically an indies direct, like which they just dropped out of nowhere. Um, so let's see what have we got? Like, uh, getting Prison Architect, which is out now. Um, and there's a DLC coming as well. Uh, there's a game called uh, Moonlighter coming. I never played that one. I never heard of that one. Moonlighter, you heard that one? No. Nope. Uh, Children of Morta, which is a hack and slash game, and uh, This War of Mine as well coming to Switch. This War of Mine is actually a really good game. Did you play that? No. <laughs> it's, uh, no, I'm thinking of a different game. I'm thinking of Deadlight. This War of Mine is the one where uh, it's basically like you've got a house, and it's kind of um, it's, it's kind of like State of Decay, but you're just in the house, and it's 2D, and you like send people out to go and like scout stuff. Essentially, as far as I can remember, it's all right. Yeah, Deadlight's much better. Uh, there's also uh, Everspace, which is a space shooter, and uh, Monster Boy and the Cost Kingdom is coming out on November 9th. You'll get that one. Yeah, I'll get Monster Boy. Do you know what I've just realised? See my Ezio Brotherhood um, figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, <clears throat> Altair, uh, this is the player select one, says from ages three and up. Ezio says ages 17 and up, but you can play with Edward Kenway from ages 3 and up. That's strange. What? Why is that? So if is you're 16, sharp? you have to be, you could technically be ID'd to buy Ezio from this collection. 
AG 17 and up. That's what it says on it. That's weird. 17? That doesn't seem yeah. right. Like, why is that? No, uh, that's just, it's just caught my eye there. It was leaning towards the microphone. Why does that say AG 17 and up when all the rest <laughs> say AG's 3 and up? That's a, that's a really weird one. You need to look into that more. Sorry, Ezio the Mentor as well from Revelations is AG 17 and up. Maybe it's because Ezio was like a, a womanizer. Maybe you can't <laughs> handle as many points of articulation because the first Ezio from Assassin's Creed 2 is only got 24, but Ezio Legendary Assassin and uh, Ezio the Mentor have got 38 points of articulation, so maybe those extra um, four, 14 points of articulation just can't be handled at 16 or under. I, I know what it is. He's, he's got genitalia, that's what it is. See if you strip him down, he's going to have a dick under there. It's <laughs> so weird. That's a real B, and uh, you won't be able to check because you've still got them in the boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's so strange, though. That that is very strange. Like, there's obviously some weird, weird reasoning behind that. Right? I'm gonna. Know. I don't even know if players select make figures because now it's uh, McFarlane toys that do them. Mm, but... Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, also on the Switch next year, uh, Terraria's coming. Unsurprisingly, like it's fucking comes to everything. Um. Also, there's a game called Nightcall and Slay the Spire, and those are all coming out in uh, 2019. Um. They're also <coughs> making uh Windjammers come to Switch on October 23rd, and a new sequel to Windjammers is coming out next year. Did you ever play Windjammers? No. No, me neither. I, like I quite liked like. Well, I mean, I don't know if I quite like to like. I played Disc Jam. It was alright, and it's supposed to be kind of like Windjammers. I don't know. Not not my not my type of thing. Um, Dying Light has got an update. Um, in fact, no, it's not even an update. Like Dying Light has got a uh, new battle royale style mode, which is uh, which is called Bad Blood, and it's coming out. It's coming out as a standalone game, and I believe it's free to play. Uh, no, so coming out on PC, early access in September, um, and it is like like I say, it's going to be standalone. Um, there's like a founders pack that you can buy. It's twenty twenty quid, and it comes with one thousand blood bucks, <laughs> which is the currency in the game. Like fucking cool. But yeah, apparently they're calling it a brutal royale game, right? Where it's twelve players and they go into like a zombie-infested map and you have to kind of scrounge for resources and weapons and uh, get blood samples from inf- the infected, so like from the zombies. Um, the the kind of twist with it is that you need to get to an evac chopper. However, only one player can get onto the chopper, which is obviously like the kind of battle royale component of it. So you've got twelve players versus not against each other to. Do. Get samples and get onto the chopper. Get to I mean, the chopper. Get to the chopper. It sounds kind of like uh, what's it? Uh, the division. Remember when they had the dark they zone. Had a, yeah, the dark zone mode. That that's what it was like. When you got loot and then only one team could like get out essentially. Yeah, and folk were just camping. Just like every time you went in the dark, not shooting you. They were just sitting at the chopper site because they were just mm-hmm. killing the folk at the chopper and then jumping on their own chopper. So I can imagine people doing this, like going around finding some guns, and then like once the chopper like reveals itself on the map, or like it's like oh, I'm, it's coming here, then yeah. they'll go there and just camp at it until somebody comes and just kill them. Which takes all the fun out of it. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be fun, but it depends how big the maps are, if it's like 12 players. And like Battle Royale, I think, has been better because it's like so many more players. And so they're really like condensing that, and I'm not sure that I like the idea of that too much. Um, aside from that, uh, NVIDIA's unveiled uh, the new line of graphics cards, which are the RTX 2070, 2080, and then the 2080 Ti. Now, the, these cards look pretty good. Like they're a lot better than the than the current ones, and they're running like some essentially like a new architecture. And so this is a big, big step up. So they've changed from like GTX to RTX, and they've also like gone from like the 10 series to a 20 series. Uh, Ooh, basically, it's ten times better. <laughs> it's ten times better. Basically, the RTX refers to uh, real-time ray tracing. But that ray tracing doesn't begin with X. <laughs> well, uh, X-ray. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, it's to do with like how uh, light is modeled, reflecting between surfaces. Apparently, it's been okay. something that graphics card makers have been trying to do for years. Uh, and they showed off some like footage of like Tomb Raider running with it. Uh, the, the new Tomb Raider game and like it looks really cool um, to, to be honest like I I do need to build a new PC at some point so like if I'm building one I might as well build one to spec with this so that it will last me for a few years a year a year and it'll be outdated maybe but the no, most expensive one is like is a, it's a thousand pound for the most expensive one and the cheapest ones are about five hundred just buy an X yeah but I don't need an X I don't need this either. Don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. Jurassic Park Evolution wall. Oh, Jurassic Park Evolution would look so good with this. As long as it's compatible. Yeah, and they announced that like there's a, a bunch of people like, coming on board to like make their games compatible with it and stuff like that. And most of the main engines are like already uh, compatible with it, so. And I think those cards are coming out in September, like so they'll come out like basically alongside the uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and those sort of games. So just a few weeks away for those. Um, four new uh, DualShock controllers colors got announced. So you've got berry blue, sunset orange, blue camo, and a uh, copper. Uh, and and yeah, I was not happy because there's no pink fucking controller still. Yep. And uh, we kind of spoke about this on Twitter, and like I tweeted that place, and they didn't tweet me back, obviously. But uh, yeah, there's like I don't know five different colors of blue now. If you include that translucent one, you should least... be a hashtag gamergate. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't want to like cause a stir like that, and I'm not like trying to get. Yeah, honestly, like you'd have got even. I don't know, mate. Like, see if you start like, calling shit like that, like going like "Oh, me too," and, uh, and like gamergate and all that sort of stuff. Like people, like. People tend to give you like more likes and stuff like that, and it gets more seen. But I don't really well, care. Maybe that. you would have got your control of it at that point. Maybe, <clears> but like I don't really want to get it through that way. I'd rather like PlayStation just went, yeah, this is something that people actually want. Like let's make it happen rather than going, oh shit, like we need to make this because like people are uproaring about it on Twitter. Like I don't think that's the right way to go about it. Oh, that's not the way that I would like to go about it anyway. Starting a movement. <laughs> Hashtag give me pink controller on PS4. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, yeah, there is like four, like four or five different blues and then like four, like three or four different camos. So why is there not pink? <laughs> um, but they could solve that immediately by just allowing you to make a custom shell. You know, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why have they not done this? They, I can't believe they haven't, like, after like Xbox did it. 
but why can't they do it? It's just a pigment to the plastic. Charge a premium for it. Cool. Boom. Bang. There you go. Custom controllers. 70 quid each. It's fine. Like, I mean, Xbox does it, and, like, they must make good money off doing that. And, like, the controllers that you make, like, you can get some fucking cool things from it and, like, put your own gamer tag and stuff like that on it. I'd love to have a PlayStation controller that, like, I'd design myself and put my own, like, uh, like my gamer tag and stuff on it. And if I played more on Xbox, I would definitely do that. You you haven't done it yet, have you? What? I like the Xbox custom controller. No. No. My two work fine. Yeah, I mean, but like I say, I mean, PlayStation, I would, I would do it a hundred percent, but they haven't. Uh, well, the PlayStation's dad's cuts, though. The the PlayStation's hard cut can be hard, but like um, mm. the Xbox is mine. Yeah, but I mean, on the like, I've got three PlayStation controls just now. I've got a black one, um, which I've had for a while. I've got uh, <clears throat> I've got a white one, which came with my with my Pro, and then I've I got one of the twentieth anniversary controllers, like one of the one of the newer model ones. Um, but yeah, the I don't know the it's not. I, I don't need another controller, but if they put out a pink one, I would get one for Bethany because she would love that. Because um, she's got a pink controller for the uh, for the Xbox. She's got the Minecraft Pig one. And like that's her controller, and she likes the fact that it's her controller, and only she uses it. Um, so like, I'd like to get her the same for the PlayStation, but they don't have an option like that. So I just buy a new Switch controller. I would buy, you know, I would actually buy the Pro controller if you could get it, the Xenoblade one, because it's got like the pink in it, but you can't get it. No. Uh, and yeah, like the bronze one or copper, like. What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, it looks like shit. I do not like it. We had a gold one come in today, like a a gold PS4. It's not a nice looking console. That did the did, did you like to look at the five hundred million PS4? You know I did. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. fancy it. Like, I'm not a big fan of like the see through ones, especially like, the shiny ones like that. I don't know. There was something nice about. It was far too overpriced when they announced mm-hmm. it. Like, um, it comes with a camera, and the camera's blue as well. But yep. it's not no. translucent though. The camera, it's just blue. I know, which is a bit annoying. That would have been cool. Like, they should have just mm. made it the same. Um, but it's, it's weird that they've like they've done all these different controller colors, but then and like console colors and stuff like that. But they've only done like there's only three different cameras. This is the same company that just repackaged all their leftover like virtual reality dildos from the PS3 Move and. <laughs> That's true, yeah. They're like, oh, we still got these molds. Ah, oh, fucking throw them out. Like, how can we sell these? Ah, uh, VR. Okay, cool. Yeah, make it compatible with VR, which is one of its biggest things. Instead of redesigning an actual for it, like, just use this from the last gen. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, those were like, those were newer tech than what was around then. But, well, no, they're, they're better than a Wiimote Plus. There's no, they're more not. tech in it. No, there's sure no, there not. No, there's not. No? Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, like, and they're not even that cheap. Like, they're still fucking expensive to buy them things. Um, but anyway, the uh, Super Mario Party Tell is getting Yes, you're of... right. You're 100% right because there has to be more tech because you don't need a sensor bar for it. However, it's nowhere near as good as... <clears throat> you need a camera, but it's not like a sensor. Anyway, but like, um, the they, they can be seen in more degree, the motion yep. plus, because the motion plus, you know what it's like, if you move that slightly yeah, under the bar... Yeah. Yeah, so that's annoying. But like, um, nowhere near as good as a Joy-Con. I'll give it that. 
No, no, definitely not as accurate as like a Joy-Con. Um, but yeah, Super Mario Party is getting a special edition which comes with a green and yes. pink uh, Joy-Con controller. And these are these are the same ones that you could get in the Splatoon like special edition. Uh, and they did release these like on, on their own individual as well. Uh, did it's you see how much this? Yeah, it's in like a zero box. I think. Did you see how much they are? No. Did you? No. No, I didn't either. Like, because it'd be interesting to see. Like, because that'll be see if that's like a hundred. Like, that's a good price. I think it'll be under. There's no way that's coming out a hundred. It's my. I think seventy. I mean, I no, it can't be seventy. A Joy-Con pair on its own seventy. Seventy. Like, if if you can get that for a hundred, that's like fifty for the game, fifty for the the remotes. Like, that's a good deal. I'll definitely buy that. Yeah. <clears throat> and plus, like, it is a it is a party game, so like, it's encouraging you to have more players. And I, I imagine it's, that it's going to be, yeah, <laughs> I imagine it's going to be very playable with one, uh, with one uh, Joy-Con. I keep going to call them Wii remotes. Um, you're going to be able to read comics on the uh, on the go soon with Inky Pen. Inky Pen, <laughs> what the fuck? Which is uh, the first worldwide app which is coming to the Switch. Inky Pen. Inky Pen, that's a terrible name for an app. What the fuck is it? Yeah, why not? Why not? I, I, I don't know if you, I didn't. But like, if it's not, then why not just partner with Comicology or Marvel or DC? Yeah, I mean. But the interesting yeah, thing about this is, sense, yeah. surely that's the first avenue into Netflix and. Yeah, definitely. So. This is going to have a sort of Netflix-style subscription service to it. What fucking comics is it going to have on it, then? Um, Can't be Marvel. Can't be DC. No. seven ninety nine a month, like €7 Euros or $7.99 a month. So I imagine it will be £7.99 a month as well. Um, and this is going to have some of the franchises like uh, Transformers, Judge Dredd, Dungeons and & Dragons, the Meta Barons, I don't know what it is, and uh, Warhammer stuff, as well as like video game franchises like uh, Dark Souls, Dishonored, and Assassin's Creed. So it's all the shit that's not Marvel and DC. That's what it is. Are you interested in reading those comics on a Switch? Like, not those comics. <laughs> no, I'm not either. Like, fuck me. Especially not for like eight quid a month. There's no chance. Inky Pen, also a terrible, terrible name. Um, the the other problem that I see with it is that. Like, okay, yeah, it'll work, it'll work in your handheld mode, but, like, that is not well designed for reading comics. It's the wrong shape if you hold it, like, sideways. No, you don't, don't hold it sideways. Hold it, like, um, vertical. Yeah, but, I mean, at that point, it's not big enough. Like, the screen's smaller than a, like, a kind no, of fire. No, it's not. The, the normal size kind of... Yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather just read them on my phone and not have to worry about fucking having the switch. But anyway, Which that's even coming smaller to... than defies your point. <laughs> It's not that much smaller, but um, what phone you got the Xperia? Uh, I've got a Z5 Premium. It's a good couple inches smaller. It is a couple inches smaller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's coming out to the Switch in November. I will probably do a month of that to see what it's like to to see if I enjoy reading any of the any of the books. Just because I'm I'm kind of a sucker for these things, especially like see if I can access that outside of the Switch, like on a tablet or something like. That. I'd rather do that. Than play on the Switch, to be honest. Like, it just seems really weird. Like, let, let me just put up this video to see what mode they're reading it. And if you can do it, see if you can do it vertical, like turn it vertical, then that's more appealing. If you can't do it vertical, then there's no point. It's a 28 second long video, and it's all, it's all fucking, oh, it's side by side panels. 
Oh, I do not like that. No, no, that's very bad. Like, that needs to be vertical. Or you, it's unusable. Like, would you ever read a comic, like, side to side? I have. Like, I have. On, a, on an iPad, yeah, but like not on something as small as a Switch, really. Kindle's not far off it. <clears throat> but a Kindle's designed for reading, the Switch is not. Like, the, the guy's fucking controlling his... He's controlling the comic books using the fucking uh, analog sticks. No, no, no. No, thank you. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll see what that is. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll get a month of that to try it and see what it's like. Uh, okay, other, other news. Uh, there's an HD remaster of Grandia coming, um, and also, oh, Grandia and Grandia Two, which uh, were out on. I think were both of those out in the Dreamcast. Definitely one of them was anyway, um, but they're coming out for the Switch. Um, did you ever play these before? What? Grandia. Yeah, on the Dreamcast, I think. Can't yeah, remember. so the, the first one was on the Saturn. I definitely never played that, <clears throat> and uh, it got a re-release on the PS One, and then the sequel came out on the Dreamcast in like the year two thousand. I definitely played the second one on the Dreamcast, but I never played the first one. Um, but yeah, so those are coming to the Switch. I wonder if they'll do them as like a pack. Like a package, but anyway, I remember the second one was good. I really liked it. I, I can't, I can't remember what I liked about it, but I remember it was good. And Nintendo's finally managed to fix the uh, anti-cheat system on Splatoon Two. This is good news because remember the last time I talked about playing it, I'm like, I don't want to this now because I get you know, I'm lost everybody at level. Way. Yeah, so it looks like they've managed to fix that and. uh yeah, I, I mean, hopefully they'll ban the cheaters. Hopefully they will. Yeah, I, to be honest, like Splatoon, I, I don't know when I'll go back to it. Like it's one of the ones where, like Mario Kart, one day I'm sure I will go back and go. Oh, I really fancy playing that again, but I've never ever gotten back to it. And um, now here's an interesting piece of news, which is really, it, th- this is really interesting to me because I loved this fucking game, like so much. So uh, Velocity Two X, you, you remember we played this, and I'm sure we spoke about it before because. It's, it was being announced for a Switch I'm a while back. I'm going to buy this again. Yeah. So, basically, Velocity 2X originally came out on, on PS4, uh, and it was, at, at the time, exclusive to PS4, and it came out for free to PlayStation Plus subscribers day one. So, I mean, for me, I was like, okay, cool, that's that's great. I don't need to buy the game because I was going to buy the game anyway. And I did buy the DLC when the DLC launched because I remember buying that when we were going to Eurogamer one year. And uh, playing that because uh, I remember playing it in the hotel room, like I'm sure when like when you were sleeping or something. <laughs> I can't remember what year it was, but whatever whatever year that came out, like uh, I was playing the DLC. And uh, the year before, I'm sure, like Velocity 2X was at uh, was at your game, and I played it there. And like it's a fucking great game. Like if you like like uh, these kind of shmup games, like it's a really really good one. Like probably the best modern one that I've ever played. Because the, there's some really, really good old ones, but in terms of like modern ones, there's a lot of shit out there. But this one's amazing. Uh, and the first one is really good as well, Velocity Ultra. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that as well. This one kind of combines it with like a 2D fast platformer type thing, but it's perfect for like speedrunning. But essentially, like the developers come out and said, like, if uh, if you want to see the sequel to Velocity 2X that they've been working on, 
then you need to <laughs> then you need to buy it on the Switch because this is like the last chance for it because they've been trying to like sell it to publishers for like a good while now and nobody is willing to take the chance on it because Velocity 2X hasn't had good sales like actual people paying money for it it's got millions of downloads from PlayStation Plus people and obviously like millions of people played it through that but it didn't really sell that many copies outside of that and uh, when it came out physical on PS4 and Vita it was it didn't do very well and then when it came out on Steam it had like a big uh, a big bug because I think it released around the same sort of time as Windows 10 and there was a big issue with it and they didn't manage to fix it for like a year so they, they had a major botched launch with it um, but yeah so the the sequel is called uh, where is it because they did tell they did say what it was called I can't find it what was the sequel called Ali? did you look at this article to what yeah, the Velocity sequel. Velocity two. No, <laughs> no, there was uh, like Velocity. There was Velocity and uh, Velocity Ultra was the the sort of real release of that, and they did Velocity two X, which was a sequel. But then there was another one they've like they gave the title for. Where the fuck is it? Velocity three. Not even in that article. Well, yeah, it's <clears> Velocity <throat> three, but it, I'll, I'll find it because because uh, I'm sure I did post it as well. Anyway, um. The voice actor, but yeah, Velocity 2X. So you're going to buy it, Ali, yeah? Yeah, yeah, after you were talking about it last week, I remember it now, um, because I looked up. Yep. <laughs> but it's, it was really good fun, and like, like playing it on the go, like I played it a lot, on, in fact, <clears> it was entirely <throat> on the Vita, and like it was great on that, and just playing it on a slightly bigger screen will be even better. And I think I would really like to play this in like, hand, uh, not handheld mode, in tabletop mode, with like the Joy-Con, like that's going to be my jam, just sitting the desk playing it like that um, rather than playing it like on the screen the big screen or anything but yeah it's a fucking great game like if you like shmups um, retro style game it's not even retro like it's it's kind of like a neo retro game but it's really good uh, Professor Oak's voice actor has passed away yep I, I mean Japanese I didn't realise he had a voice actor it was the Japanese one right okay I didn't realise he had a voice actor but I suppose from the car how janky spoke on the well I mean like yeah I don't really think of it in the cartoon to be honest like and then obviously in the game, there's no it's one no of the voice. biggest things ever yeah I don't know Unshu Ishizuka is his name uh, 67 died sad for him he was in our other anime stuff as well uh, oh yeah you spoke about this but earlier Pokemon Go's getting parental controls so how do these work? So they limit your time on it or something? Tells you that. Tells you that link. You didn't look. I didn't even look no. at this. No. <laughs> uh, basically, it's uh, the Niantic Kids Parent Portal, and that allows you to manage like how the kid is playing the game, essentially. So yeah, securing information and and stuff like that. And uh, it's gonna like stop a kid from playing the game if you don't want them to. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, there's a thing coming out where it's going to allow you to uh, use original cartridges on your SNES Mini with uh, like this weird like adapter thing, um, which is called the Classic Two Magic, which sounds cool attachment, uh, and it does also play ROMs as well. I don't know how like does it plug in in some way? Yeah, USB port. Oh yeah, it's got USB <clears throat> port in the back. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, like so, obviously the SNES Mini like has all the ro- uh, has all the uh, emulation software built into it. So like if and like we've done, we've hacked it to play whatever game. So yeah, this is kind of a cool idea. I I, I like that people are doing things like this. Obviously, totally non-official, but 
I won't buy it. I don't need it. Like, would you buy this? Not now. But if it was announced before, I would be considering that over what we did do. Hmm. Yep. Um, okay, Hitman 2 that's coming out is going to include a remastered version of 2016's Hitman game. What? And it's going to be free. Like, in what way is it going to be remastered? It looked good anyway. I, it's... I, d- I don't think they mean graphically remastered. I think they more mean like they've refined it. Like so, I, I, remaster is probably the wrong word to use in this instance. But like, I would say, I, I would, I would have said refined, because like they've just changed a couple of the bits and pieces about with it. But I mean, that's good. It's goodwill. Like that's fine. Uh, and wh- when does it come out? It's still a wee while yet. Yeah, that's. I think that's this year. Um, okay, Shenmue three news, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> The release date has been finalised. Oh my god. It's coming out on <laughs> August 27th, 2019. One year from, like, pretty much now. Which could still get delayed. And it will get delayed. Fucking guarantee it. I mean, we knew this wasn't coming out this year. There was no way. I think that's why they put out the remasters, like, this year. It's really annoying. I thought they brought the remasters in spring. Mm. And so- uh, the... Uh, they did uh, show a new trailer. I didn't watch the new trailer. Did you watch it yet? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't watch it either. Like, I kind of want to like play through the the first two first before I like look at anything more about the third game, so I don't get any spoilers. Um. Okay. Now this is the weirdest news story of the week and probably probably the month. So, another game is coming to Switch that nobody asked for. <laughs> and uh, so no Central. <laughs> Central the third is coming to Switch, not Central Four that has that is the latest game in the series and apart from Agents of Mayhem and that has already been like upscaled and reported to PS4 Xbox One. Yeah, Central, if Central Three works on it. Central Four would. Yes, it is the same fucking engine. Like there's none like new from it. Now that's a weird, weird, weird announcement. Like why are they making that game on the Switch? No they, must do, they must do four as well, like surely. Why not one and two? Why not release the whole lot? Like, I mean, this is stupid. Three wasn't like, as popular as two. No, three was more popular. Like, uh, three, I'm sure three sold more copies. I was working in Game Center when it was selling. Mm. Yeah. It, wasn't, it maybe sold more, but it wasn't as well received. No, I'm sure three like did better because it was kind of more wacky. Because that's the one where they had the purple dildo bat and all that sort of stuff. They had that in two as well. Like two, one was kind of very G. Two yeah, was like yeah. two was GTA again, but kind of a bit silly. Three was just like we can't beat GTA. Let's just like make oh, it funny. Mm. And then like in the fourth one, it was like yeah, you can fly now, so there's no point in taking a car because by the time that you can access cars and drive them, you can already like fly. So it's like, what's the point? Yeah, like that I've, was a real strange one. Like, I don't even know why they bothered putting like the cars as drive on the game because you could literally fly. I remember playing that, and like I was flying about, and like I played like a good few hours of the game before I, I landed in the ground, and I was like, "Oh yeah, hold on, I'll go in a car, and they've got full radio stations and everything, mm-hmm. so you can yep. actually drive about like a GTA <laughs> game." But it's like, what's the point? And like, if you're in a car, you're much weaker than like when you're flying. Around. Yeah, because like, mm-hmm. you're not as fast and you're not as mobile, so 
Yeah, fuck that. Like, imagine being the guy that, like, like okay, right, we're making Saints Row 4. Like, your job's to program the cars. Like, really important job, like, based on the, the previous games. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna, we'll do this radio station and we'll make the controls great and all this. And then, like, you get to see, like, the final game, like, uh, <laughs> pitch. And you're and like, somebody's added oh, in a flag. Here's, and here's my car. Right, oh, awesome. You've done a great job with the cars there. And then, like, like you see somebody playing for the game and they're like, okay, there you go. And now it goes to this point and the guy can fly. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, well, that's fine. I'm imagining that that will be later in the game. And then, uh, like, six months after the game comes out, they'll get, like, the player feedback and, like, all the, the gameplay percentages of what people are, are using. And they'll be like, how many people spent time in cars? Oh, 1%. 1% of time spent in cars. How many times spent flying? 50%. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> what a waste of my time. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the Central guy... 3 on Switch? Fuck that. There's no it's... fucking... That's unless that comes out, one. unless that comes out at ten, or it's not going to sell. No, I mean that game came out in two thousand eleven, and like, fair enough, Skyrim came out around about that time as well. But Skyrim's like a classic game mm-hmm. that is beloved by many well people. Loved. And, like people want it like everywhere. It's the latest Elder it. Scrolls, apart from online. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, there's a newer central game in this, and I mean, arguably better central games. Yeah, plus like Agents of Mayhem and like the Gato Hell. Gato Hell. Which was so. standalone. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck knows what they're doing with that. It's a strange, strange move. Central yeah, I mean, 2 was the last one I properly liked before they gave mm. up and went, just let's make it mental. I mean, I did quite like like Central Central 3 was alright and like 4, four was, was better. Really wacky. Like, I, I liked the beginning of it and I, I didn't really play it enough to be fair, like, I, but I put a few hours into it and like the beginning of it was good, like playing as like the president and all that. Well, at the end of 3, at the end of 1, you wanted to claim back your street. At the end of 2, you wanted to take over the city. The end of three, you became the president, and then in four, you were the president, and aliens invaded, and it just yep. went mental. <clears throat> I didn't enjoy particularly fighting aliens and stuff like that, but like the beginning of the game was really good, and like really bombastic and, and big. So, uh, Luigi's Mansion One's coming out 3DS just in time for Halloween. Cool. See, I am tempted now that I've got 3DS to grab this. However, within a year, if Nintendo have get any sense one and two will come out as a package for the switch and i would much rather play it on switch but definitely like i have no interest in going to 3ds are they going to keep it 3ds exclusive you know because i mean originally it was gamecube and like the fact that it's porting it to 3ds is a strange decision but i mean they did it with captain toad it came out on both switch and uh 3ds so they could just they could use that some sort of same idea and port it to switch as well yeah, but it's it's just really weird. Like, I like Luigi Mansion hmm. Two. I don't think I finished Luigi Mansion Two or One, but it's definitely a game that I would pick up. But I mean, this is going to be like what a thirty-five pound game. I'm, I'm not paying thirty-five pound just for Luigi's Mansion. Bundle them together hmm. at least at this stage when you've got it's a Nintendo Select now, so hmm. it's like twelve to twelve to twenty quid for Luigi's Mansion Two. Just bundle it in and make it thirty-five, and I'll buy them both. But Mm. If this releases and it's not budget, then th- there's no hope in me buying this again because I'll just play it on the GameCube on the Wii. So, uh, okay, other Switch news. This is all Switch <clears> stuff, man. Um, so, The Walking Dead Season 1, 2, and Season 3, which See? is called Walking Dead A New Frontier, all come now, to Switch. Now, that's interesting to me because I do like this and I do want to see it to its, its completion. Like, Season 3 is the final, is it? Yeah, well, it's technically like season 4 but they've, they're they just calling it the final season ah but it's coming to Switch as well right so yeah it is yeah they announced that already yeah so that's what I mean like 1, 2 and 3 right I've never finished the second season finished the first right and it's going to be a pain to play through it again but 
I would honestly have more time for this on Switch. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm already like I was really invested in it on PS3, and I went back and I, I played them. I played them on PS3 and Vita, and I went back and played them on PS4. So I would have my decisions ready to carry over into the new seasons. Yeah, so I, See, I, I'm up. To, I'm up to date with them on on PS4. Depending on the price point, I might be tempted because mm-hmm. like, bundle the three together. Bundle the three together, like I said, Otherwise, man. Yeah, give me, um, give me it cheap. So the the new game, uh, the full season, is uh, I believe offered on. Uh... No, that's the full season, including five episodes. The full season, including five episodes, is available to download on twenty eighth of August. So I don't think that's the the current like season. I think that's the original one. Hmm, don't know. Uh, I'd have to look into that a bit more to see what's happened with that. But the first episode of the new season is already out on, on Switch. In America, anyway. I don't know that it's out in Europe yet. See, I did. I preferred the story of that, like Clementine. I did the actual Walking Dead, to be honest with you. Mm. And, like, I would happily play it through to its conclusion, now that they've said this is the fourth and final season. And the fact that I've not played three of those seasons, it says to me, like, I can take the hit for the first one to transfer my choices and quite enjoy it, but I ain't paying full price again for it. No way. Season one, I really, really liked it. Like, I played it in, like, the, over the course of a week, um, like, one episode a night. Like, after way after it was out, it was fucking great. Um, I really enjoyed the second season as well. Um, third season wasn't as good, definitely not. Fourth season trailers look good. They're everywhere just now. Yeah, it looks good. Like, like playing as Clementine a bit more grown and stuff like that. I didn't. The, the reason I didn't like the last season so much is because she didn't play as Clementine. Like she was there, and I'm sure you played as her for like bits and pieces. But like for the most part, you played as like some fucking guy. Well, I don't care about this guy. Like just let me play as Clementine. Like I'm invested in her story, and I want like continue her story. I don't care about this fucking guy's story. Um, all right, so the the first season is coming. Uh, first season plus the four hundred days add on is coming out on the twenty fourth of August, and it's twenty four ninety nine dollars. Uh, and then, no. and but there's dollars, so like it'll be twenty five probably. Yeah, and then no. uh, season two and the new frontier are coming to switch later on this year. I would guess that they'll be they'll come out physically as like a package. There's no way I'm paying that price for them twenty quid. No, you can get them a lot cheaper. And yep, no. No need. <clears throat> I've got the first and second season, I'm sure, in PS2 and PS4 anyway. Yeah, uh, you probably do. The, the first season was definitely PS Plus. I'm sure the second one would, would have been as well at one point. Yeah, I'm not. Like I, 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 I can't justify that. Like, so, fair. Doom, mm, for me it was alright, but it's still a bit pretty. Mm-hmm. For this, that, that's not justified at that price, considering how old it is now. And the amount of sales they have, like, six months after it's out. The, the question is, is, is their sale going to occur for these on the Switch? I highly doubt <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, the Switch is getting quite decent with its sales now. Like, Have you checked the sale this week? <laughs> well, I mean, out, outside of the... I haven't actually, but outside of the like the Nintendo first party stuff, like the sale, the sale price is actually quite good for most things. Like It's it's as cheap or cheaper than it like games go to on other platforms, like including Steam. So they, they, they know like when they're putting stuff on sale to... like fucking like put a steep discount on it and it'll sell especially I mean some of the games that you'll see like they'll go down from like a tenner to like a pound and then you see those games like rocket up the charts like these people do that deliberately so that they show up in the charts like for for a couple of weeks afterwards 
Which, I mean, it makes sense. It probably drives a lot of sales and it drives the kind of visibility of the game. Um, DMC5 got its release date. It's coming out on uh, March the 8th next year on PS4, Xbox One and PC. I think I'll buy that day one. What game? DMC5. Oh yeah, I'm getting the day one. Cause I really, it's really like the same games. engine as DMC, oh, no, and it's the same. Yeah. It's the same aesthetic. So yeah. it, it is a sequel to four, but they've kept all the good stuff from DMC. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like, sh- do you think I should play four before I play this? Four, like four's the is worst of them. Storyline wise, yes, and the fact that it's on Game Pass just now, yes. Mm. And I, oh. I've got it downloaded on. Uh, yeah, it's on my account four. anyway. Yeah, it's on your account. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, like, it's okay, but have you played one to three anyway? I've I've definitely played one and two. I don't know if I've necessarily finished them, but I've definitely played them. I don't think I've played three. Right. So the order of the series, like, because I don't care, it wasn't a reboot. DMC works as a prequel, right? So yep. in my mind, it's DMC, Devil May Cry three, Devil May Cry one, two, then four, then five. Like three happens before one, but after DMC in my mind. Like I know folks, I know folks say DMC. It, it was it, it was set before Devil May Cry one, and folks say DMC is a complete reboot. It, it isn't. It isn't like everything can fit if you just head canon it a bit different. Sure, some of the events are different, some of the facts, but like realistically, it works. So I would say try four, but it's the fixed camera angles like terrible, like. Mm. Yeah. wasn't the best game and if you're not bothered about playing about Dante hmm. play it um, it's, do you think it's worth playing the remasters then on, on like the PS4 because they did hmm. a, like the HD trilogy on the PS4 as well at this stage I, I if you're interested in the story I would say yeah right but hmm. Hmm, I don't know I mean I, I think with, with, it's, with, it's, with the combat is very different yeah like with DMC, I really liked the the gameplay. I wasn't yeah. and the music and the soundtrack and stuff like that. I wasn't overly enamored with the story, so um, it was it was decent enough. Like the story, it got me through. The, but like the, the, the gameplay, the, that really kept me going through it. The fact that this has came so long after the yes, it is a direct sequel. I think they're going to catch up probably enough so you're aware. Like okay. DMC four didn't Devil May Cry four, so they didn't mm-hmm. do that well and it wasn't received too well and um. Don't get me wrong, I'll play through them all eventually again, but I mean, like, this, coming off of DMC, you could probably jump into this. Like, DMC was, what, four years ago, five years ago? Um, yeah, I mean, the remakes weren't as long ago as that, maybe two, two three years ago. Like, yeah, the, but still. You know, so, it's, it's, that, it's that far away, and, like, Devil May Cry 4 was so long ago, it was, it's like, yeah, they'll catch you up on important story points, because they don't want to leave folk behind. You don't want to start this and be embedded in a story, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? They're obviously going to try and catch you up, and the fact you're playing Nero, mm. as long as you don't mind spoilers, like, Nero's Dante's nephew. Right. He, although everyone thought he was Danny's son I think that's right there's some fuckery you know it's his twin brother's yeah. Virgil <laughs> I, even I can't remember like I, I don't even know if I finished for I, I must have I must was it PS3 it um, was it would have been yeah yeah, yeah I've, I've, I have finished it but I can't remember it that's how like I remember 3 I remember 2 I didn't hate 2 as much as some folk did Um, didn't play through the yeah, play through three as well. Three, three's probably my favourite out of them. Uh, well, no, DMC's my favourite, but three's three's very close. Three's worth a play mm. again, maybe. But again, it's a bit antiquated with the controls. Mm. 
Like yeah. compared to DMC, yeah, fuck it, don't play it again. Just play it. <laughs> Sorry for I'll the long-winded answer. I'll just get but... a new one. The uh, yeah. like I played, I did play through like the the DMC um on the PS4, and I played through the DLC that was on as well, the Virgil's Downfall. I haven't I played that really yet. Well. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. Like I, I really enjoyed both of those. Like really fucking good games. Like I was impressed those, by the remaster. Like, yeah, it was it was brilliant. Like and I don't S- go into like, all the S rank and all that sort of shit, but like no, like. Playing through the game was just an absolute blast. So and, and I didn't like it on PS3 so cool. at all. Yeah, he was he was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. And like it's a series that I never really got into until that. So yeah, I'll just get the new one and not bother with the old ones. Um, okay, a couple of final bits of news. Uh, the guys that made Until Dawn Supermassive Games this have uh, announced that they're doing a something called the Dark Pictures Anthology, which is a series of standalone horror games on the PS4. And, yes, uh, the first one, yes, definitely. The first one is coming out next year, and it is called Man of Medan or Medan. Um, mm-hmm. And it, like, there's a trailer out for it, and it looks fucking great. Like, it looks ah. very cinematic, and uh, yeah, fucking. I loved this. Until Dawn. Yep. Did Did you play the game that they made? That was the uh, the PlayStation. You know, the one you use your phone to control it. No. It was like it, the graphics in it were. Re- Remember, we got really excited about it, like playing it like that. We did. Um, the graphics in it were really good, but the gl- gameplay was terrible. I don't think I had a PlayStation at that point. No, I don't think you did. What was it called? It came to uh, Plus, I'm sure. It, I don't know if it came to Plus, but you can get it for buttons anyway. It's a it's about fiver. Hidden agenda. That was it. Um, and the game is actually really interesting. And I think if you could play it with a normal controller, I would really dug it. But because you have to use the phone and the phone doesn't control well with it at all, then yeah, it's shit. Like just if you want to play it for nice graphics, then okay. But uh, the the actual gameplay is terrible in the game, absolutely awful. Like I would say that um, what was the FMV game that we played? Uh, the the Late Shift. Yes. Yeah, Late Shift. Like that it wasn't was far really better. FMV. It was well, an actual movie with. It was it was a movie with choices, but like yeah. But that that was much better <laughs> than. Uh, than what the experience that I had playing Hidden Agenda. Once they go and say, oh, I do plan and two, there was a sci-fi one and another horror that Late Shift done. The, the four they made that. The Bunker, I think it was called. Bunker, and there's another new one that came out recently. Once yeah, they... yeah, some weird thing. I, I, I do have the Bunker, but I haven't played it yet. Late Shift's on Switch as well. Yep, Bunker is too. Cool. I think I the new on one is as well. Yeah, no, I played, uh, I played Late Shift on PS4. Um, but yeah, this Man of Medan looks really good. Um, the graphics on it will look fucking great, like similar to like Until Dawn. And uh, I, I, I don't like horror games really at all. But like that game was so cinematic, and it was just such a cool story and a cool experience that I'll definitely buy this when it comes out. I don't know if it's Save like the it saves a cheerleader. I don't know if it's going to be like a full, uh, a full game, or if it's like a, or if it's going to be like a kind of smaller experience. Because if it's a, as part of this anthology. So I'm not quite sure how that's. Do you think you'll buy a season pass or something? I'm not sure. Like I, I would guess. It'd be cool if they called it like a movie stub or something. But the maybe. But I mean, like, what I'm more more interested about is like what sort of price point is this game coming out? Because the production value looks really high on it. So like that would lead me to believe it's like a triple A. But if it's part of like an anthology of like five games or something like that, like how how far apart are these coming? Like how big are the actual experiences? Like Until Dawn was a full fucking game. Like, is this, like, a shortened sort of version of that? I don't know. But, yeah, um, the, the, did you watch the trailer for this? Yes. 
So, like, see the guy that's in it? Like, he's the... Was he not the guy that was in, like, Quantum Break? <sighs> Iceman. Because it looks like him. Or one of... Or his brother or a guy that looks a lot like him. Yeah, he's got a twin brother, remember? Yeah. So, is it one of them? <laughs> Possibly. I didn't look it looks, into it. It looks a lot like him, anyway. And then the, the final bit of news is... <laughs> What is this? I like this news. Okay, so there's an episodic racing game coming out, which is... Okay, the Grand Tour is getting yes. its own game. And it's coming out to PS4 and Xbox One. Yes. And it will be uh, tied in with the, uh, the TV show. Yep. However, the best news is because I went, this is looks right. And then I watched the trailer. It looks good. And basically, episodic racing game, how are they going to do that? Well... If the, you can race for the entire season, right, if you, you get six episodes a season, if you're on the same track that they're on or the same country, that would work. So, like, say you're in Sweden in episode one. Do you know what I mean? However, like, do you remember Elon Musk cried out for game developers to try and make something big? He yes. got one for this. The Burnout Paradise designer is on board to make this. So is Elon Musk involved with this? Well, Elon Musk to do Amazon, eh? No, he's not through with Amazon. Who was it? What was it? Elon Musk. Somebody it came Elon, out. It was Elon Musk who was looking. No, for sorry, I'm for I'm completely wrong. I'm thinking about a different thing. Um, this is just Amazon. Sorry, but I'm very surprised that the Burnout developers on board for this. The guy that designed Burnout Paradise. Sorry. Um, okay. So that means that it could be high quality. Maybe. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's not for like, you, it, maybe, but like for, for me, me. De- for me, definitely. Like I love mm. the the Top Gear parts of Forza, and you've heard me compare them before. Now this won't be quite Forza caliber, but as long as it's a decent handling arcade racer with obviously the Grand Tour guys licensing, and you know that's fine with me. Like I'm I'm good with this. Like that would get me so yeah. hyped. Like because every time I play the Grand Tour, every time I watch the Grand Tour, I like to play Forza. So the fact that this is coming out, I'll be like, okay, well, I'll just get that. I'll probably get season pass though. Um, the trailer's out just now. Shows you some gameplay. Um, like I said, Burnout guy's involved. Let me see what guy it was. It was. <laughs> Craig Sullivan. Uh, he was the lead designer at Burnout Paradise uh, for Criterion. And he's worked on the Need for Speed series. So they're saying we're committed committed to authentically capturing the spirit of the show, cars, banner with friends, and mostly friendly competition. Looks like it's got split screen four player. Looks kind of like Burnout. Yes, it's got four screen split screen. It's four player split screen. No release date for the show, the game, or a price, but you will need to purchase a season pass to access all the episodes once we come available. It's cool. They've got the car licenses as well. That's the most surprising thing. But then again, Amazon's got all the money. Very good decision from them. And the fact they've not just brought it out to mobile or something, which is what I thought when I initially read this, when I had PS4, Xbox One, I was sold. Xbox One will be for me. Um, but that that was the end of the news anyway. Don't know where Andy's went. Da, 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 da. He's away for P. That's where he's away to. So we'll move on to what we're playing after this. So um, 
I've been playing quite a bit, but I'm going to let Andy go first because I also have to go and take a break. Show businessy. Um, yeah. But anyway, what do you guys think about this Grand Tour thing? If anybody fancies playing me on it, you can add me at Ali Kenobi on Xbox. The four-play split screens, really. I don't know if it is online. I'd imagine it would be. Yeah, it's got four-play split screen I was just talking about. Okay, cool. Which is quite cool. And like the guy was the lead designer in Burnout Paradise, and he also worked on Need for Speed. And see if you see the screenshots, if you scroll down, it does yeah, look like Burnout. Yeah. So I think it could be pretty fun. I mean, I, I don't... like. I'm going to get Forza Horizon 4 with Game Pass, so I don't really need it on a racing game. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get that as well, but I'm more into it. Yeah, One, I'm, I'm not at all. <clears throat> but like I was saying, like I watched the Grand Tour as it comes out, so the day that's out, I always play Forza, but with this, um, you buy the season pass, and obviously like you play that episode, it's like, oh, that's cool. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I missed the licensing in Forza. Not, not Forza Horizon 3 had a kind of tie-in they had a wee Grand Tour competition and the host went on and played live that night as well but like this is cool because then I'll just go oh cool I'll just play the new episode and I'll drive about the track or the, the country that they were in that yeah. time with, with the cars from that episode of the show and they've got the car licensing by looking at the screenshots and the trailer so mm. yeah I'm very good with that if they do any fun things like cross country things where they have to like construct their own car or you know how they sometimes mm. have to get a car for a thousand pounds and yep. that sort of stuff that that will be fun this is very much they've listened to me obviously because they know that black sales means playing black flag you know like mm-hmm. um yep. peaky blinders was for syndicate stuff like that so perfect so me and tasha sit and watch grand tour tasha goes to bed and i play the episode of the game that's 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 actually a genius idea man i like it, it. Is, i like that idea. it is definitely a good idea the uh did you this will sell well did it, did, did it work with Defiance? It did. It worked with Defiance. <laughs> yeah, of course it, it did. What about New Defiance? Um, <laughs> well, they haven't got a TV show for that one. And it's no. not a New Defiance. No. Oh, well. They um, marketed yeah. it They marketed it and filmed it like it was a new game. They made it look like it was completely different, but they refined the shooting and stuff. I haven't went back to play it. It's free to play, but I haven't went back to play it. Yeah, I did download it, but I never bothered with it. Yeah. So we're um, going to move on to what we've been playing then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just just before we uh, just yeah. before we move on to that, Tiger Claw was asking in, in the chat if we talked about uh, Blade being twenty years old today. I, I did not because Tiger Claw retweeted it on Twitter, and I seen his retweet. So uh, I was like, I mean, okay, Blade is a good movie, like really good movie. Blade Two wasn't as good. Neither was Blade Three. No, I did still like. Blade 2 though, I don't think I like Blade 3 but they should make a new Blade like TV show or something. Everyone's saying Wesley Snipes has to come back for it and I'm like no, he's too old now man I mean, get sticky fingers bit. back <laughs> from the TV show remember? Uh, yeah I never ever watched the TV show so. It was it but was stupid because they it was, killed. You said it was good didn't you? Yeah it was good but it was stupid because they killed all the vampires at the end of 3 and it was moving on to like werewolves by the look of it. But then in Blade, the TV series, which followed Blade 3 and mentioned that, said, oh no, but there were some vampires that survived it. And it's like, but yeah. the, the whole point in Blade 3 was that they got rid of them all. <laughs> but yeah, the, the TV show wasn't terrible by any means. Uh, Ryan Reynolds wasn't in it, obviously, either. And I can't remember who, what girl was in it. What was the actress? Mm, I don't know. No, I don't know, but no, I don't know if Blade uh, should come back. I know they've got the license back now, but like I don't know if Wesley Snipes should still be there. A cameo would be fine. 
Mm, yeah, he would play like a security guard or some sort of shit like that. Yeah, something like that, like Lou Fringo and the Hulk, Incredible Hulk, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So, let's move on to what we're playing anyway, Andy. Unless you get any more played to see. Um, so, I'll let you go first because I also need to pee. <laughs> okay. I, I drank so, too much before like started. I can do my, I'll, I'll do my football manager update whilst uh, we should do that. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, so this week I have been playing more football manager on the on the Switch and uh, I think I did say last week that I wasn't going to update too much more on this but I did start a new season uh, this week playing as as Kilmarnock which is my, my kind of local team um, that I've supported since I was younger um, and the, the only reason that I'm really mentioning it is because um, I put about I don't know 15 hours into this week and then eventually got sacked which is which made me sad and I didn't want to play it anymore after that, so I switched it off. But um, from playing that, I did get like uh, I did pick up Football Manager 2018 on the PC as well because we got like a, a couple of copies in at my work, and uh, and it was pretty cheap, so I just grabbed that. And I thought it was interesting because it comes with like the regular 2018 version as well as Football Manager Touch, like 2018. Um, when you buy the when you buy the game, and it's just like your usual like you put the code into Steam, you don't need to do it with the disc, and then you just go for it. Um, which I, I always find it funny that they're producing discs for this sort of shit, and not just codes. But anyway, the discs are there, so. Um, so yeah, I downloaded it on the on the PC, and I played it for maybe like three hours on, on the PC, and I didn't like the regular PC version at all, because it is much, like, there's much more stuff added into it where, to do with uh, keeping the players happy. So like you need to do like uh, team talks and uh, like meetings and stuff like that, and like that's the boring shit that you don't want to do. You want to like when you're playing like football manager stuff. I want to do tactics and like buying and selling players and negotiating contracts. Like that's the fun stuff to do, and like even like managing the uh, the players within the game, like substitutes and that that sort of stuff. Like that's the fun stuff. Like holding a team meeting. No, no, thank you. That is not fucking fun. Like, what football manager? You're right. I don't know. I, you've played like some of these like ice hockey ones and stuff like that. Have you ever yep. had to do like like a a team meeting like no. in one of these games? So like the regular football manager which I got on the PC this week has that in it. So like you have to like do like a team talk before the game starts. Sometimes you have to go in the one that I play. Um, you have to go and. Um, talk to each team member when they've like, got issues yes. like I'm not happy I'm getting so many games but not a team talk no yeah so like you, you can do like a team talk and you you can it's really in depth actually and way too in depth for what I want to do with it Um, so like, you can do like a team talk and then you can speak to like each individual player and tell them like a different instruction that sort of shit and that's really it really lengthens the game which is already a fucking lengthy as fuck game like to play for a season you're talking like Days and days and days to go through a season, so like that's just oh my, it kind of days, bro. It it basically like doubles the time of each game because you're doing all these like fucking team meetings because you do one before the game at halftime and at the end of the game and then you've got like press conferences and stuff like that and it makes me actually appreciate the Switch version so much more because all that shit is cut out from the Switch version because it's like. I mean, they would probably say it's more basic, but I would say it's more refined because, like, that shit, I don't want to do that. And, like, playing it on the Switch is a thousand times more fun than playing, like, the full version on the PC. 
So I'm like ecstatically happy that I will just keep continuing playing it on the Switch when I do want to play it. But I, I was saying just a minute ago that I was playing as Kilmarnock and got fired. So yeah, I, I'm I'm done with that game for the for the moment. But I, I've put sixty hours into that game <laughs> since it came out, and that I mean it's only been out for like well, it's like, I only picked it up a couple of months ago. So yeah, that's a that's a a lot of time I've put into that. But yeah, I've really really enjoyed it on the Switch, and uh, that's definitely my go-to now, as opposed to playing it, playing it on the PC. Um, so didn't play any more of that. Uh, I did play on. Oh my god, so many messages. I did play a couple of other things on the on the Switch as well. Um, so I tried Scribble Knots on what is it called? Uh, Scribble Knots. It's not unmasked because that was not the unlimited. DC. No, it's not unlimited because that was the DS one. What the fuck is it called? Showdown. Scribble Knots Showdown. I played. Um, now that is okay. <laughs> I think that it, it's kind of like a battle game essentially with like mini games and stuff like that in it um, where as whereas I remember the original Scribblenauts was like it was it had levels in it and like you had to kind of solve the puzzle by like putting a thing in and this one didn't seem to have that until I got to like there's a sandbox mode in it where uh, you have like yeah, a level one and you yeah, and you have like a level, and you've got to go and like solve people's problems. Now that's more like a puzzle type game, which is more akin to the original games, but less like a platform game. Yeah, uh, so like I, I kind of mucked around in one of them for a wee bit. There's one which was it's called Ocean Liner, and it's clearly based off the Titanic because it's like, can you stop the ship sinking and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, okay, and there's like a band playing on the on the deck and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, that's a bit strange that they would put that in the game, but okay. So, like, I kind of mucked around in that for a wee bit, and that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I only played it for maybe like an hour, and and it's alright. Um, aside from that, on Switch... Nope, don't think I played anything else uh, on the Switch. I did, however, play on the PS4. Uh, I, I, like I said last week, I got the uh, Kingdom Hearts collection. You did? And, uh, and I booted that up to start playing it and uh, if you remember last week we were talking about Okami and how uh, I didn't like it because it was it really reminded me of like a PS2 game and it felt really old and all that shit and I, I was really worried actually like after playing that about playing Kingdom Hearts well, this is going to feel so old to me but it actually doesn't like it's actually it actually feels like a much better remaster than like what Okami did because it looks totally fine for like uh I would say like a maybe a late gen PS3 game because they've done enough with it to like make it look decent, especially with the character models. Character models. Well, the remaster technically was a late gen. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I suppose it was. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just yeah, true, and it's essentially just a port of that. But those remasters are actually really good, and they did some like really good stuff with the camera and, and that sort of shit. So like it plays completely fine, and it doesn't feel like you're playing a fucking old, old game which is is the issue that I felt with Okami, like it felt like I was playing a PS2 game but yeah, like uh, the the interesting thing with this was, I wanted to let Bethany try it like to see if she would like it, like because it's the Disney characters and that, but um, I, like so I got through to like the, um, basically the, the you know the point where you're on the beach and you're going and like gathering the and stuff for the raft and that stuff, it's, the, it's right at the beginning right, and I got through to that and I'm like oh like do you want to try this? It's like the Disney characters and stuff, and uh, and like I've got past all the like all the tutorial stuff, and she's like, "No, I want to play from the beginning." <clears throat> I'm like, "Okay," 
So we start uh, like I started a new save file for 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 how to play because she wanted to play it, and I'm like, okay. She's like, I want to do the tutorial, right? So she went through and, and did a bit of it, and she seemed to really dig it. Although we didn't even get to the point where where the Disney characters came into it yet, like. Uh, but she seemed to you know, like really enjoy the sort of the look and the feel of it and that. So, um, I don't know quite how she, into it she'll get, but like I did say to her, like, oh, like, uh, do you want to play that again? And she's like, yeah, like I definitely want to play it, and like I'll I'll. I'll play through it while you're at work. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> good luck with understanding the fucking story. Yeah. The basic story's fine. The basic story is fine, like, if you just play the mainline ones, but I, I kind of want to dive into it a bit more and, like, play all the extra sort of shit to uh, to see all the bits and pieces that I missed because I never played any of the... I only played the mainline games. I never played any of the extra ones. But, yeah, I, I did uh, really enjoy, like, actually going through, like, the beginning part of that game again and... Uh, I'll definitely play through one and then two before three comes out because I don't want to go back and finish Zelda Alley. <laughs> no, I'll just play old games that I've played before. <laughs> just before you trade in the Switch, you need to finish Zelda the day you're trading it in. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I don't know that I'll ever trade it in to be honest. Like I can't. It's cracked. it's cracked. I can't. You cash generators. Oh yeah, I wouldn't fucking sell to cash generators. Anyway, um. Uh, so yeah, didn't play. The only other thing I played was uh, was Shenmue. So can I tell my story? Yeah, let's. Let, so you should have played Shenmue as well, Ali. Should have. Should was hyped to. Technically mm-hmm. took today off to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, decided to keep my physical order. Um, I originally ordered it when it first got announced the remasters were coming. So close to a year ago. Maybe not, maybe not a full year ago. Definitely start of the year. She ordered it for Xbox because I wasn't really playing a PS4 at that point. And then got a PS4 again. Shenmue 3, like, you know how you can always upgrade. I thought, ah, fuck it. Like, my, my money went down like two years ago. I'm going to pay an extra 20 quid to get the limited edition with the extra scenes and the physical version. Mm-hmm. So I changed, this was back in June. So in June, I changed my pre order to uh, PlayStation 4. Which you'd think was fine. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. June, this is now middle of August, coming on to the end of August. So that's like a two month pre order. So it's not like I ordered it like last night or the morning the game came out. Sitting waiting for it today and I get an email. Sorry, we've fucked it up basically. Um, mm. Your game's not coming to you. But if you want to cancel, if that doesn't suit, just um, cancel. So I thought, right, I'll just do that because I'll just buy it digital because it's cheaper anyway. Because I want to play it today went to cancel it sorry we can't we're processing your but you just told me you're not getting it to me to tomorrow mm. so then i got an email through saying oh your your order's processing now so it's going to be dispatched so they said oh your order's dispatched this was at 12 o'clock i thought brilliant excellent i'll get this because it's by today by eight o'clock eight hours seems enough for amazon to get that's a working mm. day to get it to my house i'll wait till eight o'clock that's fine as long as i get a shot of it then I got an email later on saying, yeah, it'll be tomorrow by nine o'clock that you'll get this game. What? What What happened? Like, why? Amazon, Amazon yeah, used to get me games... Man. Amazon used to get me games sometimes a week before they were out. <laughs> and obviously they clamped down on it. But I mean, for a pre-order from June, you can't get me that game on launch day by eight o'clock when you're telling me that you've messed it up and it'll be sent out shortly. And then half 12, you say it's sent and you can't get it to me by eight o'clock. <laughs> like what? Why? Why can't you get me within eight hours when the warehouse is up in Kamarnock and where the warehouse is that delivers to me? I can drive to Kamarnock within, like, 
even given heavy, heavy traffic, under an hour easily. Like it takes twenty minutes to drive to Kamarnock. So you can't get it to me in eight hours, like or like let me cancel it. Like that was shit. That that's that's like game style. Also, while I'm on the subject of game, I cancelled the Spider Man PS4 Pro, which I ordered okay. at three three two nine. I then went to check my pre order because it's game. And they'd bumped it up to three seven nine because obviously the Slim get kind of announced shortly after it, maybe the day after, and it came out at three two nine. So they'd obviously priced them wrong, but instead of informing me of this, they just bumped up my pre order to three seven nine and I'm like, Huh, no thanks. It's not worth three hundred and seventy nine pounds because it's the same game no matter what colour PlayStation yeah. I play on. So game lost my business again. And to be honest with you, you can. I was probably going to be mad within a few months when game fucked up somehow anyway, because they always fuck up my orders, especially online ones. Like I was going to be raging anyway over this PS4 Pro. So hmm. three seven nine for it? Are you joking? I'd rather sp- spent the extra thirty quid and got the five hundred million edition, which I already thought was too expensive for like four four twenty or whatever it was. I'd rather yeah. spent the extra money for that than three eighty on this when that one's going to be worth a lot more money. The PS4 Pro five hundred million. There'll be more Spider-Man ones out in the wild, but three hundred. Get the fuck! Like, if you made the mistake, you should honour that. Like three two nine, like that. That seemed a reasonable price for me, anyway. Do you know what I mean? Game never honours that shit, man. Yeah. So, do you not remember when they fucked up my order and they gave me five pound off when I spend fifty quid? They didn't even give me five pound full legit credit as an apology. If I spent fifty quid, they would give me for forty five. No thanks. That was remember Batman when they cancelled yeah, my Red Hood edition yeah. by by accident, saying that I'd ordered the car edition, which I didn't. And then when I said, "Okay, I'd like to pre-order the Red Hood," sorry, we're sold out. But but you fucked it up. You cancelled my order when it was wasn't the one the, the Batmobile one. For the folk don't know, the Batmobile there was production issues, so they just cancelled the entire pre-order. I'd love to see yeah. the stack, the the hole they dug to chuck all that plastic in. But like, because <laughs> it was ready, like, oh and, yeah, definitely. I ordered the Red Hood edition because I like Red Hood. I like the cover and stuff. And they cancelled it. And I'm like, but that order's not, like, you've messed up again, game. I think they just cancelled everything. And I went, okay, I'd like to just order it again. No, sorry, but here's five pounds when you spend 50 quid. And I'm like, do you know what? Fuck you, I'm just going to buy it digital. And that's what I've done. Yeah, I bought it digital as well, actually. That was, yeah, you that did. was one of our Midnight Unlocks. <laughs> it was. It was. Mid- midnight Unlock parties, which just involves me and Andy texting 20 minutes and pausing it on 42 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> not pausing it but taking a photo um, but yeah anyway so that was my Shenmue adventure so I'll get it tomorrow however like I start work at 12 and I know for a fact that I'll get into work at 12 and then bing your order's been delivered there's no chat but in my mind they should be delivering that first thing they should have delivered it by 8 but they should have that at like the shop because I always get it delivered to see the shop for some reason they cannot get it to my house anymore so they should have that at that shop for 9 o'clock bang on 9 but they won't they won't (laughs) like I said what's going to happen is I start working I'm going to go to work I'll get in work half an hour I'll I'll look and it'll be oh your order's been delivered (sighs) and then I'm in a full day Thursday so I won't get much chance to play it (sighs) so anyway Andy you can play it tomorrow night but uh, but yeah I I did get Shenmue um, I I had ordered it from Amazon um, on PS4 you did uh, because what was it 27 I think I ended up or like that. Yeah, tw- $27.99, like, because it was $29.99, and, like, we had, the, like, £2 off for the pre-order discount or whatever it was. So, like, £28, basically. Um, 
and and I was and, and I, I had a look at my order and I was like that seems like expensive because I'm sure I'd seen it like elsewhere for like 22 like I had to dig around like um to see if I could find it to order for like 22 23 um and I couldn't I couldn't see it and I was like oh how much is in the store so like it's like with plus discount it was like 22 so I'm like well I'll just fucking buy it digital because it mean like for me buying like games like that physical I'll always end up just like playing them for a bit and then trading them in but if I buy them digital I'm more likely to go back yeah. to it at some point. And you, so, you do like, want to finish Shenmue. Yeah, and I, I definitely want to... I've finished Shenmue 1 before, but I've never finished yeah. Shenmue 2. I'm, so I'm not going to finish... Yeah, like I want to finish that before... Similar Shenmue 2 was one of the last Dreamcast games. At point, like when they said it was going to get cancelled, I'd traded my Dreamcast in and uh, went to the dark side of PlayStation, I believe. And uh, yeah. the Shenmue 2 didn't come to PlayStation, it went to original Xbox, so I never ever really played much of it. I think mm-hmm. eventually when I had a Dreamcast later down the line, I played a bit of Shenmue 2, but it, mm-hmm. it was just literally the opening few bits because obviously I was like, I'll oh, wait till I pick up Shenmue 1 again and finish that. And I finished Shenmue 1 again, and then and I think I sold you that Dreamcast. Was it Dreamcast? Uh, a yeah, soldier? I probably did actually. And that's yeah. the one that we ended up, we gave it away. Um, yes, we did. As a prize. Big Glasgow comic page. We did, and they gave it as a prize because yeah. um, what happened with that was uh, I used to have in my old flat and I had a wee Sega room in there. So I had like my gaming beanbag. I had like a, all my Sega set up with an old telly. And when I moved in with Tasha, like there was not enough room because Tasha had mm. two roommates at the time when I moved in here, which is weird mm. to still think yeah. of that. <laughs> and I had to get rid of it all. But um, yeah, Shemmy 2, for some reason, never ever finished or really played much of it. So I'm looking forward because I really loved Shemmy 1. And from what I gather, like Shemmy 1 was left open. Shenmue 2 is the same, so that's why obviously everybody's been so raging that they want to get yeah. Shenmue 3, and now they've finally finished the story, or they will have next year. I'm kind of hyped to play this, but seeing how that they announced today as well, after I get that news, that Shenmue 3 is not next year, at the end, like basically date on date, give or take two days, 19th August next year, which probably will get moved again, but it's like, I've now got to wait a year. I'm not in as much a rush, but anyway, what was your thoughts on Shenmue? Sorry for... So... So original Shenmue, I played through and beat with like with my brother, like back on the the, the Roomcast days. Shenmue Was he typing played... for this one? Or... No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't remember how we how we played it, but like we probably took it in turns or something. Like that. But Did I, you I do remember that we... the controller. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that we played through it like together and like and beat it. Um, I don't remember like particularly playing the second game very much and like from playing the opening of this game like it's so long ago that I played it because I never ever played it again like since back then uh, I don't remember really anything about the game at all like whatsoever Does it not bring a tear to your eye playing this one that this was Sega's console coffin because it's, they spent so fucking much developing this game Um. No, not really, because like you can see where the development money went for like a game from back De- in this. Definitely, time. like it's fucking like really like solid. How much shit is in this game? There's there's nothing like, there's nothing like it. Like it's weird to say that it's open world, but it's not open. It's open world on a smaller scale. But then again, it's part job simulator, part management sim, almost part yep. beat 'em up as well. Because you have to learn karate moves, and yep. it's. It's it's just it, it it it's hard to put into a genre. I, I know obviously action adventures the genre, but like mm. it's its own sort of beast because 
the Yakuza games obviously are kind of spiritual successes, which we know um, Fortingard loves them, but I never get into Yakuza like I did Shenmue. Like, see, just your daily routine of get your shoes on before you go to the shops, like come back in before your grand gives you into trouble. Or, you know, it's like, it's weird. And, and I'm sure you're going to get into more of the things, like the, the fun things you can do. I won't talk about now, but like for, for folk that have never played Shenmue, I would definitely say grab this on either console, especially because it, it's come out at a budget, such a budget price. For both those games to buy separate on the original consoles, even heck, even the rig, Xbox One original version is going to set you back more than this, probably. Yeah. Um, so I think there's definitely some caveats to like buying this game, first of all. Um, you need to go into it knowing that it is a Dreamcast game through and through. So, like, if you've never played a Dreamcast game before, think like PS2 type era. Yeah. Um, and that's the sort of wheelhouse you're in. Now, they, they have polished it up a bit and stuff like that, and it, it does look a, a good bit better than that, but it is definitely not a current gen game. So it's not a remake, before. it's a remaster. So it is, I wouldn't even say it's a remaster, or like, and I wouldn't quite say it's a port either. I would say it is a faithful recreation of the games, which okay. is actually probably the best way to do this. So they've not really, like, they've put a bit of sheen on it so it doesn't look terrible like I think I imagine if you played the original Dreamcast game now it's going to look a bit shit Mm -hmm. so they've they've made it like bearable on the eyes but it's it definitely feels like an old game it definitely feels like you're playing a retro game on a current console which which is fine like because the games are beloved classics Um, the question is though Andy have you seen any sailors yet (laughs) I haven't seen any sailors I'm looking for um, men in black suits right now <laughs> which I told you you'll never find black suits, back, black ray bands like honestly the neuralizers get you every time <laughs> yeah so that's kind of like uh, the, I mean the setup for the game is like your uh, your dad gets killed basically in a karate Spoils. fight oh my god that's <laughs> it's not a fight, he's looking for a mirror Ah, there's some mirror and all that, some weird shit going on uh, and then you need to find out like who it was that, uh, that came in and, and, and done him in and I think they killed your mum as well. That's, that's right, isn't it? Possibly. Can't yeah, that. I'm sure it was. Um, but at the be- it's like right at the beginning, like in the opening cutscene. Um, and then you need to investigate it, and like you investigate it by going and speaking to people. And it, it's it'll be jarring to people that have never played a, an old school game like this because uh, it doesn't give you waypoints. It's like you'll go and you'll speak to somebody, and they'll say, "Oh, I haven't seen anything," but like you should ask such and such a person. Like and they'll give you that person's name. Like blah blah blah, son or whatever it is um, and you're like oh you should go and ask them and they might tell you like where those people, where that person hangs about like there was one people they told me oh you should ask like these two ladies that like like to gossip they hang about near a phone box I'm like okay so you need to go and like look about for like a phone box and you find a phone box speak to those people and they're like oh no I haven't seen anything but you should speak to such and such and this is the situation with them it's got a, yeah I forgot it's got an investigation side to it yeah, so like that's the kind of main like story sort of part of it, like where you're going down that, and and I think it's kind of refreshing to be honest, like because nowadays like like say for example like Middle Earth Shadow War that I've been playing, like I'll go I'll speak to somebody and they'll be like oh you should go and speak to Shellob, and like oh it puts some like map marker on it and like this is where you should go even if you don't know the exact location where they are, like it gives you a kind of area that they are and you need to find them within that. Yeah. So like it's totally totally different from that where you need to go about and actually look at stuff rather than like just going to where the, where the, mm-hmm. where it is on the map. So like the, there's one I think it's a side quest that popped up and it's like this lady's like oh I'm trying to find 
the Yamahas or, or whatever they're called. Um, That's a motorbike. Can you tell? Not not it wasn't Yamaha, but like something like that. Yamaguchi or some some name. Um, <laughs> and she's Yamaha. like, <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but like I'm trying to find such and such his house, and uh, could and she's like, I can't see it because my eyes are bad, uh, and like right is it Ryo or Rio? Ryo 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 but anyway he's like oh yeah I'll help you um, wait he, wait in this place and I'll come and find you once I've found where these people are so but in order to solve that question you need to go and like look at the houses and like find like nameplates which I haven't been able to find yet and uh, and then find it's what got an in-game clock as well so these are all timed yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily like that there's like a timer that runs out on it. So. But it is because you have to be home at or your grandparents. I don't know, but I, I mean, like, say on that quest specifically, like, I don't know if there's a timer where I, I, I don't mean a timer like that, but. Yeah. They say. Yeah, I, I did notice that because I went, uh, I was going about in the game doing that and then I got distracted by other things. Um, cats. And when it, not cat, not cats, so I did try to pet a dog um, and it didn't let me pet it, which I thought was odd because I thought I'd be able to pet the, the dog. But anyway, um, but yeah, like I went, I went into somewhere and spent a bit of time inside this place and I'll tell you about that in a minute and then went back out and then it was dark. And I'm like, oh fuck, it's dark. I know where and, it was. Uh, and that's where I switched it off. But before I got to that, like, uh, I was like going around and doing this like speaking to people thing, um, which I, like like I say it was very refreshing because it didn't have a map marker and I'm just like trying to work out like who I should speak to next, um, and then I seen like they had these like little these little machines where they had like the little the little balls and like every time I, I do something in the game I'm like I vaguely remember this, but I reckon it's been probably. 15 20 years at like easy somewhere between that like since i last played these games so i don't remember fucking any of it like at all I do. so it's, it's all really refreshing to me to play that again i'm like oh yeah this and, oh okay cool like this is it feels like a like a new game to me essentially um because i don't remember it um so like but yeah like doing stuff like that so like you're turning like the little knobs and it's uh spitting out these like little figures to you which are That's all like characters Turn the knob and yeah. it spits out. Turn the knob and it spits out. Um, but yeah, so like it's it's giving you like the little figures that you can collect. So you you can get like Sonic ones and there's Virtua Fighter ones and like other Sega series ones. They transfer and... to Shamir too. Okay, that's that's cool actually. That's a weird mm-hmm. one. This was How the first game. Your mem- the, the memory, your card? memory card save get read. Um, this was the first game that got me like this and then Mass Effect took it to a whole other level what carries through and then obviously like, you've got your mm. games do it all the time now but like this was the first game I'm like oh my god Shemu 2 knows what you've done in Shemu 1 I think there's some other things that carry over but I know definitely you get those figures carried over to continue your collection that's cool I imagine that happens like in the in the digital versions or the, the, the new versions as well mm-hmm. um but yeah, so like I got a bunch of those and like I just kept spinning it until like I got Sonic because I wanted to get <laughs> Sonic and like I think I got ended up, like three Amy's and three Tails's. No, because they give you like ten thousand like yen or whatever it's like at the beginning and like those things are like a hundred yen. Yeah, you need that to buy up. <laughs> you were relying that money. Probably yeah, but like but I didn't see anything else that would cost you get money a job at, later. at the time. So Sweet. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I'd, I'd done a bit of that from maybe like twenty minutes or so, and then went okay, I've got Sonic, and then went around and looked about about a bit more, and I eventually ended up going out to this little district, but there was more of these like little machines outside that were different ones. So 
Uh, they had like uh, Virtua Fighter Kids ones, and then like the random Sega ones, which I ended up getting like uh, Ristar and like and Knights and stuff like that out of it, which was cool. Uh, and there was a couple of ones that I got, and I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. It was like Opal, Opal, Opal Man or something. Opal, Opal, yeah, that was great from yeah. Fantasy. I'm like, fuck, I don't know what that is. It was Sega's <laughs> one of Sega's mascots before Sonic and Alex. Right, okay. <laughs> So like I, I got that. And I don't know. So we spaceship uh, with angel wings. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, but yeah, then there was uh, so that was like outside of, uh, like a, a, a enticing looking building which was playing some interesting music. So I went in and it's like it's so it's an arcade. I'm like, oh okay, this is cool. So I went and just like played around in this arcade. So the arcade has like a dartboard that you can play, um, which was a kind of weird mini game where you played as played darts and uh, again like. Because it's been so long since I've played this game, I don't remember any of this. Um, it's got a dark did you go to like... play Yeah, so I, I did that. Um, but uh, it's got a, like a QTE thing, which uh, you do QTEs in the game. But this is a kind of training thing for that. But it's just like a mini game in the arcade, and there's like, high scores and stuff you can get. And then I did play the uh, those two like arcade machines that you can play in that, which are just arcade ports essentially of Sega games. So it was after Burner and Super Hang On, or well, or Hang On. Just hang Is it on. Not Outrun? Outrun wasn't there, but that might be in one of the other ones. Because I know there's like there's probably other arcades in, in the game. And there is a game that's out of order just now as well. So maybe maybe that maybe that gets unlocked later in the game. But Afterburner was was good fun. Like for I always forget how like good fun Afterburner is and uh It's a it's a really cool game. Hang on's just it's like it's, it's hang on. But yeah, yeah, like that was really cool, and that's pretty much all I played of it. The only other things that I did want to mention from it is like the controls, or they take a little bit of getting used to because it's it's old school, because we're used very used to it at this point using the second analog stick to com- like to free control the camera, and that is not how you control in Shenmue at all. So you use the left stick to uh, control the character's movement completely, and the right stick controls the camera but only like in maybe a I don't know maybe a hundred hundred and twenty degree vision arc sort of thing in front of the character. So like you can't it's spin it all the way. Style. Yeah, kind of. Just, that's what it feels like. You can't spin the, the, the camera right around to the back of him or anything like that. Um it sort of locks when it gets to outside of his vision, which makes sense for like the games from back in those days. Um and also like you hold down like R2 to run but when when I'm doing when I'm doing that I'm trying to like move them using like the right stick and it doesn't work so like R2 makes them run straight regardless of what direction you're you're pressing and then you obviously like move the that left analog stick to the left and the right to make them like go left and right and um, which is very different from how it works in modern games because modern yeah, games are camera, not like that the camera also sometimes moves your character yeah, so like it, it feels and, and normally like you hold down R two and press forward in games like it, it's it's the Assassin's Creed movement mentality, yep. like that's how you that's how you run. Yep. Hold down right, right, right trigger and press forward and, and then you run forward. But this one you just hold it down and you run in whatever direction he's facing. But once you get used to that, it's, it works absolutely fine. It's just a, a bit kind of jarring from playing modern, more modern games. But it, it does work fine. And so the the game does... The game looks okay. <laughs> uh, that is probably about as best I could describe it. Um, it. It's nowhere near like as good as the Kingdom Hearts like ports at all. Like Those look polished up and like 
they they look modern enough, but this one like feels like it feels and looks like an old game. Um, but that that's fine because like they've essentially ported it like as is, um, so people don't moan about like them changing stuff. Before we can play if they redone this. I did think they played three done it. Yeah, I did think they would put it in the Shenmue three engine, but like obviously not. Which, yeah, which they absolutely definitely have not. So. But but it's fine and um. And it does give you the a way to play this game cheaply because it, it is like twenty thirty quid as opposed to buying a Dreamcast plus those two games. You're talking hundred and fifty quid minimum to buy mm-hmm. those two games in a, in a Dreamcast, even like shit condition ones or like disc only or whatever. So it is a very affordable way to like to buy these games because it's on PS4, Xbox One, and and PC. Um, but I, I would have liked it if they just done a little bit more with the graphics and maybe polished up the controls a bit but it's that's being kind of picky because they they've essentially wanted to preserve it um the arcade stuff like played totally perfectly um and the qtes and that like feel totally responsive so i haven't done any like the normal fights yet but i imagine that those are, are going to be be fine mm-hmm. once i've gotten used to the the control scheme um the, the a couple of things that i did think were really cool though like in the menus so like you, you've got like your sort of menu you go to, and you've got like your notebook and that sort of stuff in it. So the menus have still got the Dreamcast icons on them. Have they? So like the yeah the controls is like it looks like a Dreamcast controller when you go to nice. that, and then the this the save bit is like the Dreamcast VMU. Nice. Uh, the the one thing that they've added that I think is is big for this game is that they've added like a save anywhere fe- function, which I don't believe was in no, the original. So like you can just I don't know how the save game worked in in that was those like or save points it? can't remember no it, it didn't like because that that's one of the the kind of features of this oh I don't know if it's already bed or something I may, maybe but and that, and that's one you can just save anywhere so but if it's like an option in the menu you go to it and it's like it looks like the VMU which I, I thought was a nice little touch and uh, you can just go and save it and you can look at your collection and all that in the menus as well which I, I I'm sure it was in the original game. Yeah, but yeah, like I say, it's it's been a long time since I played this game, so I cannot remember any of it. So most of it is quite fresh to me. And um, the the biggest problem with the game, though, and like because I, I can get over the uh, the the graphics being a, being an old game and uh, and it being like kind of slightly clunky to control, but not that bad. Um, and the one thing that I've had, I've had a big issue with though is the sound, because the sound is like the music is fine. Although I don't think it's, I don't think it quite kicks in, like a hundred percent correctly every time. But that, that's a, that's a minor thing. But the the voice sounds are awful, like really bad. Um, because obviously they they've just taken the original like lines and sort of put put them into this, and the sound quality of it is very very bad. It's very noticeable, and you hear all sorts of like clicks and pops and stuff like that in it. Um really bad quality which is very jarring to listen to um now i tried the japanese voices and those are actually better like there's not anywhere near as much of uh, like different sound levels and like bad sound quality in those um because it's all the background noise and stuff like that you hear in in the uh and the english ones that it, i mean it doesn't translate to what's going on on the screen at all um, but the Japanese ones, like those, don't seem to be anywhere near as bad. There's still a wee bit, but it doesn't seem to be as bad. Um, however, I would say that it depends how you want to play the game. If you want to play the game seriously, 
then play it with the Japanese. But if you want to like have a good laugh at the game, because the the voice acting is comically bad to be honest, and um, if you want to have a good laugh at that, then play it with the English voices because some of them are so deadpan and it's probably developers and stuff like that that are doing the voices and it's it's really terrible. But the Japanese ones are great and like really well voice acted. I, I guess I suppose because I don't understand what they're saying, but uh, it's fully subtitled and everything. You can and you can choose like at any time what one to do, Japanese or English. Um, but I changed the Japanese for the time being, and I'll see how I get on with it, whether it bugs me or, or what. But I, I am definitely enjoying it. Like I only pl- I played for maybe like an hour or so last night, and I didn't get a chance to play again today. But, uh, but yeah, I really did enjoy my, my time with the game so far. Um, and it's definitely worth picking up if you want to play through these before the new one comes out. But if you're just trying it as like a new game, then I would say probably go to Yakuza. If you've never played this type of game before because it will be jarring for you and th- that is one of the things that i was like when i started playing it, i'm like this is cool but i wish the, like the controls were modernized and the graphics were like modern graphics and i'm like i should play yakuza <laughs> but i, I do want to play through these before shemmy uh, 3 comes out so uh so i'll, I'll get through them and uh, like say the once you get used to it, the graphics and the uh the controls are not that bad I mean, it's a pretty faithful recreation of the originals. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's that's my, my take on Shenmue 1 so far. I didn't play any of Shenmue 2 because I wanted to go through 1 first. Yeah, I'll be doing the same ones eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so annoyed that we can talk about this tonight. Yeah, well, we can talk about it more next week. I, I, from what I could remember, we talked a wee bit, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so I played a few things. I'll run through a couple of them because I've not got too much to say. I played some more Smash Brothers Melee, mm-hmm. the GameCube one. Um, I was this the Wii when I was playing last week. Um, right, yeah. I'm starting to prefer the GameCube controller, right? And I'll be glad to use it on the Switch version. I think the Wii game, Smash Brothers Brawl, is better as a package, but I yep. prefer the stages in the GameCube one. I know okay. some of them, some of them will be in it. Um, the Wii one, mm, I'd still prefer the 3DS one. That's still my favourite one for whatever reason, but I, I don't know why. But the Wii one's kind of close. Maybe the more time I get with it, the more I appreciate it. Like, it's not that I don't appreciate the Wii one, but this one, um, yeah, it's good. Graphics are a bit more dated, but in general, it's smashed. Not too much more to be said. Um, mm-hmm. Picked up Metroid Prime Hunters at work, <clears throat> oh, which was yes. funny. Yeah, yeah, because it's a game that's it's not expensive to get, but it's just difficult to track down. Mm. Um, it came in worth like five quid, like basically unused, more or less. Uh, this was a cool one, but it's part of the Metroid Prime trilogy, but it's kind of like a side story, so it does fit in with it. Um, you use the right pen um, as the right stick in the bottom screen, and it works fucking so well. Like, see, once you're used to just using that as your camera, like you were mm. talking about before, the camera's usually used to move left, right, and thingy. Um, absolutely brilliant side story it fits well uh, the story is basically you have to go after different bounty hunters and um, you've got all the moves from the Prime series doesn't look terrible to be honest with you but it's not a great looking game it looks about on par with like maybe Metroid Prime 1 because 2 and 3 look better obviously because they were later but um, only played it through to the first boss the green soft snake guy can't remember their names but Metroid was a game for me that I always loved every time I had a Nintendo console and it's only recently that I've came into like yeah, I'm going to keep these Nintendo consoles now because Sega's not coming back, no matter how much I want them to. Um, 
So like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna finish all the Metroids. I reckon, like, not as a challenge for the short anything, but just I really want. To, I like the story. I like how they're playing. Like, I was playing through Metroid M. Um, I just need to find one to stick at just now because um, tonight I was playing Metroid Zero Mission, the Game Boy Advance one that came out that was a remake of the original Metroid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And obviously I'm still playing through Samus Returns on the 3DS, which is a remake of the second Metroid, which was a Game Boy game, weirdly. Like, this series went from NES, Game Boy, SNES. It's weird that the second one was only out in Game Boy. I really... That baffles my mind. But maybe it's just today's climate. You know, the Game Boy was shit hot back then. Mm. But for me, a big series like this for Nintendo, to bring the sequel out, that'd be like... Super Mario Brothers 2 only coming to the Game Boy. Right. You know, whereas back then, as you know, the Game Boy had its own Mario series and it was Mario Land. Yeah, um, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just kind of a weird choice. But um, So I've decided to play the remakes instead of the originals, right? Which, oh, blasphemy, I hear some say, but a NES game. Maybe once I've finished them, all of them, like, I'll, I'll go back and play this. Um, Metroid Fusion handles really well. Like, um, it looks really nice. And, like, I, I never had a on the Game Boy Advance don't know why Game Boy Advance I don't really know what I played much of on I don't know if I did a Game Boy Advance it was a Game Boy Micro I had that was the one I had um, but yeah anyway uh, next I played Super Mario Sunshine right <clears throat> and okay. I've never really finished it when I had the GameCube it was only for Resi 4 and even then I only had it for a couple of months because I thought it wasn't coming to the PS2 and then it got announced that it was going to come to the PS2 um, I'm not talking about when Resident Evil 4 first came out for the GameCube. I sat and waited and waited and waited and waited. And I'm like, why Why is this went to Nintendo? Like, this is a PlayStation series. This is crazy. This is insane. And obviously I went into, I think, maybe Game Center, picked up a GameCube and went, ah, this will do. Ah, look what this magazine says. It's coming to the PS2. So never really had much for GameCube, but as you guys know, if you listen to the show, I'm going through the games and there are some right good games in the GameCube, Andy, and you probably, you had a GameCube, yeah? Yeah, I had a GameCube back in the day. So did you play Mario Sunshine? It's kind of one that, it wasn't really liked at the time, and now it's kind of getting a lot of love, and Hmm. I do want to play this on the Switch, so I don't know how deep I'll get into this game, but um, basically Mario's on honeymoon, and you're on an island, you crash, and there's an island that's been graffitied. And uh, it's Mario's doppelganger who looks like an uh, inked up version of Mario, but I'm sure it turns out it's somebody else. I'm not too bothered about spoilers of the Mario story. Um, however, this one, you've got a backpack called Flood, F-L-U-D-D, and it's yep. some, can't remember the name of it. And basically it cleans up the graffiti, clean up, unlock the area, restore the land. Like, it's usually a piranha plant that pops out. Mm. And uh, at one point, the evil Mario kidnapped... Um, Peach and ran about and then jumped into a painting. So I jumped in after him, and that's how you get into your land. But it's not like the paintings that are on the wall in Mario 64. These are just um, graffiti. So the first level, and it just turns out this is a Mario game. So I don't know what all the hate was for. Like, sure, you have to use the backpack sometimes to. You've got hover mode that gets you over gaps. You've got your spray mode that will attack enemies, but you've still got all your triple jump moves, you've got your bum bounce move, you know, you've got your long jump, so it is still a Mario game at heart and it's just annoying that I've missed this one, the reason I missed Galaxy and Galaxy 2 was because it gave me a sore head when they came to the Wii, but this yeah. is the one of the only 3D Marios I've never never really touched um, and yeah, uh, the platform is absolutely great, I don't mind the gadget at all, maybe that's just because back then Mario with a gadget, like, what are they doing? 
But now it's like, yeah, my, Cappy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, this is fine. That, that mechanic from back then. The one thing that really annoyed me was, like, Peach is quite a bitch in this. Like, no wonder Mario can... She's a bitch like, in Odyssey as well, man. But like... The ending for that game, man, she's a fucking boot. When she wouldn't kiss you, she decided to go around the world. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, well, in this one, you take her on honeymoon, and see, instead of worrying about the people, she's like, eh, Mario, this island, the ferry's closed. She wanted to go to the island. Because you're on an island, but there's other ones about it. And it's like, the ferry's closed. Oh, I can't believe this. And it's like, these people are being harassed. And you're meant to be a caring princess. And all you're <laughs> moaning about is this shit honeymoon that I've been... Because you, you get falsely arrested. And, like, I'm sure in these games, Princess Peach's dad is, like, the toad that's got the moustache. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. It might be. But anyway, he's with us on honeymoon. And you fucking bring toad on honeymoon. And now you're standing with your shitty wee umbrella moaning about the ferry when one, I've just been arrested and you didn't even try and help me. And two, there's this guy fucking these people up and like, you don't care. You just want to go on your honeymoon. Shut up. Sit, to, like, honestly, go with Daisy like in the Mario Brothers movie. That's how it should have been. To be fair, so, like, when we, when we went on our honeymoon, like, mm-hmm. we went with my we went with my mum and dad, my granddad and uh, Bethany and my brother and his missus and like uh, and their kid. Yeah, so. but people make silly decisions, Andy. But like, see, honestly, <laughs> did you get there and the people needed your help as a famous saviour of the Mushroom Kingdom? And then uh, did Ashley yes. moan that the ferry wasn't working after that? No. There was no ferry involved, but yes, the Mushroom Kingdom part, yes. Oh, so, so there was people that needed your help and you had to save Yeah, there them. was people that needed my help, yes. I didn't need right. to save and them. Did, did Ashley complain? Uh, well, she always complains. So yeah, but and, and <laughs> did she moan? She did moan as well, yes. Right, so, well, she's just as bad as Peach then. Yeah. Right, yeah. so anyway, right, Peach really annoyed me. <laughs> um, I'm, do you know what kind of sucks as well? Like like you said, like here's, here's my point. You're bringing Toad... You're bringing what I think's either Toad's dad or Peach's dad. Like, is Toad <laughs> Peach's brother? Like, I don't know how that uh, works. I don't think so. Like, I don't I think don't... we should think too much about the Mario. No, no, no. Well, but, well, here's my point. Where's Luigi? Why is he not there? Hmm. Obviously, well, was he not at the wedding? When does this game take place canonically? <laughs> <That's my question. laughs> I've no idea. You start on a plane and Mario's got, like, lo- so I don't know if he was, like, drugged. Like, it looks like Mario's out he's been at the start. So I'm like, is Mario being, like, tricked into Mario? I don't know what happened, but where's Luigi? Maybe it was because he was stuck in a mansion trying to catch ghosts in a hoover. Yeah, could be. Maybe. But anyway, yeah, like, it's a great game. And um, the puzzles are really good, and it's got some of the best puzzles in any of the Mario games I've played. Staying on that vein, however, I played a game that took me away from this, because I'm just kind of sampling ones to see what I want. Wario World, right? And I'm quite a fan of Wario. And you, the Wario uh, Land games, they were the 2D platformers. He came out of Mario Land 2, six golden coins, he was the boss. Um, so I've played the Wario where he's kind of developed into him. The last one I remember was, uh, remember the Wario uh, cartoony, really good-looking game for the Wii? Shake It Up, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was so good. That was a good game. But this one's a 3D game. Do you know what? This is comparable to like Super Mario 64. Like the way it's set out, you've got kind of an open world. Basically, Wario stole a gem and the gem's really bad. And the gem took off or somebody took off with the gem and the gem's trying right. to take over the world. Something, right? Anyway. I don't, I don't know the stories like hmm, <laughs> in these games. 
Yeah, but anyway, like the platform is solid. Wario obviously moves a wee bit different from Mario, but he's not as fat and slow as he is in some games. Like he, he moves quite fast. This is like original Wario before he's kind of turned into this sort of like builder. Before you know, now he looks he's got the right, building yeah. hat on and stuff. Yeah. This is like that, the, the original Wario. Like in Mario Tennis, he moves so slow. So nice. Um, so like you can bum bounce in it. You can you know he does the charge like bash with the elbow thing like mm. da, 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 and runs. Uh, you can punch and kick enemies and jump and. Like the first level reminds me more of something out of Sonic because it's like in a deep jungle. It's kind of like the it's not as colourful as Mario, um, right. and you have to collect like red crystals to fight the bosses. So I got some of them, and uh, I went through to fight the the first boss. Now the first boss battle, um, it was very like. Do you remember the one against Cooper and Bowser in Mario sixty four? We had to grab his tail and spin him and chuck him. And it was like, oh, yep. oh, oh, oh. That was basically the first boss battle. And I'm like, this game's really cool. And I've never really heard of it. I was, I'm sure I'd seen it before, but it escaped my memory that it existed. And it's really worth a play, man. Like, I really like the way it handles. Uh, when you go in, they're not pipe rooms in this. It's kind of like you hit a trapdoor. You know, like in Mario, you get in the pipes. And this one, you bum bounce like a trapdoor. It spins mm-hmm. and you go down. And it's got like a puzzle room. And the wee thing flashes up saying, move the C stick. And the, the reason it does this is because sometimes you have viewpoint, like, you know, it reminds me of Captain Toad or, you know, a puzzle game where you have to adjust the camera to see yeah. every side. And, like, that's really cool to me. We'll talk about another game that's got puzzle rooms later on as well. But, like, this, this game is well worth it if you've not tried it. So, next game I played was called Star Fox Assault. Nah, I quite like Star Fox. Um, I'm kind of sold in Starlink now because it looks like Star Fox meets No Man's Sky Light, so I'll probably get that in some form. Um, Star Fox Assault, the first mission, I thought, great, this game's, like, fantastic. Like, I was in the sky. It looked so good, even for a GameCube game. Like, it handled so well. It was Star Fox. I'm like, this is brilliant. <sighs> then the second mission puts me on foot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right, nope. I know Star Fox Adventures because I had that down as well it's an RPG that's fine for that game but you've put me on foot and now you've thrown down the main selling point for this game and what do you think it is Andy it's Uh, a fucking tank a fucking tank a tank (laughs) this is a game meant to be spaceship shooting and I'm stuck on the planet with a tank to help the team above so I, I went fine that's cool then it starts telling me Save, save Falco. What do you mean, save Falco? He's in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aim up and shoot in the sky when there's waves upon waves of enemies coming <laughs> towards you on the ground with horrible aiming. I'm like, what happened to the aiming in the first mission? Yeah, this this game like it's almost it's worse than the riding switch in Metal Gear Solid Two. It's like, oh, brilliant in space fighting a boss, flying onto the planet. Oh, this is so fucking cool. This is like I've just flew on the planet. And then, then you get out your ship, and I'm like, no, 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 go, go, go back in, go back, go, in, go, go, back in, go back in, and they give you a tank, so that's hence the assault name. So I'm the ground team for this. So are you, Why? Are you always on the ground for the game, like apart from that well, initial mission? Or I, I think every planet will be the same. It will be space on foot mm. tank, space on foot tank. Mm. Now, on foot's terrible as well because you're fighting like giant robot things sometimes, yeah. and it's. It, it was, uh, scrolling shmup, you know, like a Gradius, style, not oh, Gradius, yeah. but like Space Invader style yeah. with the, the screen moving. That's what it feels like on foot. Tank came and it's like, why are the controls horrible? Like, 
the camera right moves you right, but not in a good way because the camera doesn't move when you push the right in the camera, but then the camera moves when you aim up and down. You're like, <laughs> it's like, no, stop. Like, you were, why was it working fine in space? So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think I'll go back to this. Like, I just think I'll anger myself with it. I kept dying. Like, it's inverted controls, which you can't change from in game. And if you quit the level, it puts you back to the very start of the level. Oh, so, fuck that game, honestly. Um, what else did I play? I played a couple more things. Um, Metroid. I played some more Samus Returns. Yes, but I it a bit just now. But I know I could Google it and blah, blah, blah. I'll find it out. But there's no way that I'm Googling this game. I want to figure it out myself because that would take out the fun of Metroid. Um, I did buy something this week, Andy. I bought something that will disappoint you and I played something that will excite you. So I'll start with the bad news. I bought a Wii U again. <laughs> Not my fucking god. <laughs> right, they took they took a price Why? drop. They took a price drop and I had like a fifty quid. Wait, wait, like, wait. How many times have you bought a Wii U now? This is my six Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> oh I've bought two god. brand you new ones. Console. You hate this console. I bought two new ones and I bought this is my fourth pre-owned one yeah. Jesus. I've only had one white okay. one out of them. Right, okay. So anyway, so, there is a way. So why did you buy a Wii U? Again? Because I wanted to play Smash Brothers. Jesus. <laughs> I don't think that's excusable. Like, just wait for the Switch. What, you've got all those other Smash Bros. games you can play, which are... I know. I mean, as good. You've did you Have you not got a, D, a DS? 3DS, yeah. I've got Smash on it as well, yeah. So just play the... 3DS, but now I've, now I've got all the Smash. But anyway, so Jeez, okay. I, I was playing a lot of Smash and I recovered my account, so I downloaded my stuff from my account. Um, and that's that's where I played Metroid um, right. Zero Mission. Mm-hmm. Um, had it on there, so I'm playing through the big screen, so it looks phenomenal. I didn't tell you that detail because then I was like, no, I'll tell them the Wii U at the end. Um, so I got my account recovered on it again, playing it through, and I'm like, hmm. I know you can hack the Wii U, the, the Wii um, emulator in it, like you just do it the same way you would hack a normal Wii, but I don't need to do that because my Wii's hacked. What about the Wii U? Turns out you can now. Okay. But, because it's linked to my Nintendo Online, do I really want to risk that at this stage? Hmm. With Nintendo's clampdown, I'm going to have to look more into how risky it is, because obviously with the you can't put it online the minute it updates, yeah. it screws it, but with the Wii U, the guy's video I was showing, it seems it's a lengthy process compared to the Wii where the Wii's just like transferred a few files put in an IP address email yourself it don't put the console online and that's you boom you're done you can use a USB stick and SD card this is more like using the browser being online to do it and to me no matter how hard they try and hide it like even with a view Nintendo can find that shit out if your console's online mm. and the way it does it is it tricks your console into thinking it's it, it's like you install the games like a bit like as if it was on a USB card, but you install them yeah. onto the Wii U console, and it registers as if you're the keyholder sort of thing, you know, to that game. And something about it screamed dodginess to me. Like, there's a chance that I may try it, like removing it and signing in and making it. But then I would still need to type to an email address that could come back to me. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. at the moment, even though the Wii U is dead, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. What is your thoughts on this? This is what I wanted to bring to the table. Uh, Considering it's tied to my Switch account as well. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother with it. I mean, is there anything on the Wii U that you're like, 
absolutely desperate to play. Well, it depends what comes to the Switch. That depends yeah, what comes most, to the Switch. Most of the games are on Switch already. Like once Smash is out, you're not going to fucking play that version. You'll play the Switch version. No, no. Well, my other thoughts with the Wii U is it comes with a tablet, right? And the kid can have the tablet with Netflix, Minecraft will be on it, fucking Amazon. I won't care about it in a few years, and it basically only cost me fifty quid. So I mean, if if it's still supported, what do you mean if it's still supported? Oh, Netflix, well, I mean, you mean Netflix and like things like that. Those that like because Netflix was on the the Vita before, and it's not supported anymore. Yeah, because Nintendo have to pay the license. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how that goes. YouTube's on it. I don't think YouTube, will, yeah. whatever. But like, probably. um, the kid can Although, still probably use it. Again, Vita YouTube app doesn't work anymore. I can use YouTube on my 3DS. No, why would you ever want to do that? It's horrible. <laughs> I, I did use it on the on the Vita sometimes. Sure. Yeah, but the Vita screen looks nicer than the 3DS screen. Yeah. But like anyway, with the Wii U, that's my kind of thing. like. I, I doubt it will disappear anywhere in the next four or five years. So by the time she's old enough to kind of, oh, I, I want to watch this. I want to do this. I want to play this. And I'm like, no, get off my computer. I can handle that tablet, and she can play Minecraft. There's games on it she can play. There's party games that I would play with her. And I don't know, just. Uh, not that I'm going to do it, but the collection for the Wii U, there's, there's not that many. It's doable to get a full collection. Yeah, it's, I mean, I wouldn't bother hacking it. Like, if, if you're thinking about doing something like that, there's no point hacking it. Like, uh, and the games are pretty cheap anyway, so, like, like, what games specifically would you want to play on it? Me? Yeah. What do you mean if I hacked it? Well, Xenoblade Chronicles X, obviously, I want to start back up uh, Twilight Princess HD when Wake but I've already got that digital um, so I mean like all those games you could get them for under 20 quid at most yeah yeah do you reckon I should try and just go for the full collection well I mean I wouldn't <laughs> fucking sex for you like why would you want to like like I would say like for going for like a collection of stuff you want to go for something that you love <laughs> and you don't love the Wii U <laughs> No, I like the Wii better than the Wii U. Yeah, uh, the Wii's just got so many games for it though. Yeah. But most of them are pretty cheap. Don't get me wrong, I still quite like the tablet. Like, the tablet's cool. Like, the tablet was a good idea. It was just purely yeah. it. The, the console just. I don't know. It sold more than Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you did want to go for a full collection, it is quite cheap. Yeah, it's like. I, I even seen on the Nintendo store. No, Nintendo store. Where was I seen it? It was like Animal Crossing, the one with the two amiibos, like brand new, is eight quid, and it, it's yeah. like, right. So this is doable because it's only like one hundred and sixty-five, and that's only if you're going for like the special editions of like Watch Dogs mm-hmm. and Spider-Man as well. So yeah. there's even less if you don't go for the special editions. And there's like a couple PAL games that were only released in Australia as well. So if I don't yeah. go for them, that takes like ten off of it. So we'll see. We'll see. It's downstairs now anyway, and like. There's a few games I wanted to finish. Mario 3D World will probably not come to the Switch because the way that it uses the no, touchpad as well. Nah, it won't come to Switch. I want to finish that as well. Um, Good luck playing Kirby. Yeah, I want to play Kirby. Gee, it's terrible. A really bad game. Mm. No, like the two Zelda ones I do want to finish. Like, Waker. The only reason I sold my last Wii U was to get that Scorpio Edition Xbox One yeah. X because I panicked and came home to grab everything I could trade at lunchtime and the Wii U was sitting there and I went, oh, I'm kind of in the med- middle of Metroid Prime Trilogy, I'm kind of in the middle, I need this Scorpio Edition. Like, see when it came in, like, we've not had one in since. And it's like, I know other stores probably have, but they're not as easy to get as the normal X. 
No, you don't see them that often anymore. So, like, I'm glad... have bought them and kept them. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got it when I did, so... Um, yeah, I'm fine having a Wii U again, whatever. The only Nintendo console I don't own now is the 64. Like, I've got a way of playing every other Nintendo mm-hmm. game. Although I've got Mario... Plus, I was playing Mario 64 before I came on the show as well. I just like oh, that on game. The, on the DS? No, on the Wii U, on the big screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did the it's good. It's good. Um... More, more than an issue is like the, the, I don't like using the tablet I need to get a controller for it like the tablet to control things is fine when you're five you Commander, mate. You can get no it again. you can't get them anymore you can fucking get that where where you could get it do you know that was the worst thing see like when I traded in my Wii U properly like <sighs> get rid didn't of that Nyko Pro Commander did keep it what the controller no I ended up trading it for some reason I thought you kept it because you were only getting like a couple of them for it. I ended up just trading it towards it because it was like a couple of skin. But like, it was so annoying seeing that controller for sale for like £5. Are you looking for an Ico Pro con- controller? Yeah. <laughs> you won't Do get you know, one I, now. I was looking for, uh, I was, I was the- looking for like the new Harry, like the Harry Potter book for Bethany yesterday and like I found that I've still got the box of the PS3 one that I had. Like the Nyko like Pro Commander controller for the PS3. Nice. I don't I don't have the controller anymore, but I've still got the box. Why do I have this box? Nice. Yeah, so like there's something definitely dodgy about hacking the beat before I move on to my final game. Like the, because the fact that you have to use the browser to trick it and then it has to go online to register and it's like this guy's using this online, he clearly doesn't give a fuck though. But it's like because that's now tied you know, to my Nintendo ID that's tied mm. to my 3DS and that and what compatibility because he was download he was installing DLC and everything. And I was, like surely that's like those fair enough. Pi- video game piracy is piracy, right? It's still stealing, but when it comes to like downloading DLC files and stuff like that and putting them on, and there was Python involved in it, you know, to get it hacked and stuff, which didn't seem too complicated, but it's like yeah. this just feels dodgier than doing it to a Wii. <laughs> You know that way? Mm. It was weird. It's because it's, it's so interconnected with like being online, that one. Yeah, I don't mind the Wii at all. Uh, and, but anyway, right, so I played one more game, Andy. Okay. Is it Wii Happy Few? No. Okay. I thought you might have, like, I thought you might have sneak bought that one. I was tempted to get it. No, I did not sneak buy that one, unfortunately, because I'd got my two Metroid Amiibos and Samus Amiibo. And mm. That was kind of my games this month. Um, and I picked up a uh, extendable battery thing for the Wii tablet because the first day that I played it, you know that thing doesn't last an hour, like no, off charge. Yeah. So like the extendable battery, I remember having because I you used had to sit. Before, yeah. yeah, and for some reason, like I looked at my drawer. Yeah. The... Oh shit! Like I didn't take it out because obviously it wasn't that much a rush to get that Scorpio. That I didn't take the battery out the back of my Wii U tablet, so the battery that comes with the Wii U tablets is a disgrace like you, that's my main controller and it, it only lasts an hour really mm-hmm. so anyway um, my last game was on the Wii Andy right and it's a pirate original, game original Wii yes okay a pirate okay. game yeah right what is it so I'll give you a clue my friend is a flying robot monkey. Your friend is a flying robot monkey? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, is it Zach and Wiki? Yes. Oh, nice. I thought I'd play it because you keep going on about it, and yep. I thought, yeah, and I, it's so hard to track down that. So I got it. I've done like four levels. So this is what I meant by puzzles, because this game I thought was mm. going to be more of a platforming game, and it is no, not. No, it's, it's not. It's a puzzle game. However, I love this game. Like, yeah, the, the, the use of the Wiimote, like, see when it's like, shake the tree, so I'm like shaking the tree, and it's like, for some reason, a centipede turned into a saw. <laughs> I'm like, all right, and then you have, it's a while to get used to it, because it does work how you think it would, and it's like, saw the tree down, and I'm like, yeah, it's not working. Then you have to actually saw with remote. Like mm. that's clever. And then you're building a golden pirate back up, who's obviously yep. going to be not who he says he is because he asked the monkey if do you remember who I am. The monkey's like, yeah, you're the pirate from Treasure Island, and he's like, no, okay, yes, we'll just leave it that. And I'm like, hmm, you're a bad guy, pirate. And um, <laughs> uh, I'm stuck. At, um, the, the last level I finished, it was uh, there was some cannibals praising like a tower. And there was one stud in a pot of soup. And like I'm like, hmm, how did I get to the treasure chest in this one? Because all the pieces of this pirate are stuck in the treasure chest. And I'm like, right, obviously I've got to get one of these sleeping mushrooms into the cauldron. So I kept throwing it down a hole and it kept bashing a snake in the head. And the snake's like, blah, blah, and it falls asleep. And I'm like, cool. But then I can't go down the hole. Right, mm-hmm. what am I meant to do here? So you had to throw a rock at the snake. It reminded me almost like a point-and-click game sometimes, the way that this works. Definitely. I had to roll a, point, a, a rock down the hill and it bashes the snake in the head and then the snake gets so pissed off that he comes up and scares away the chef. So then you climb down a vine, you put the mushroom in and you have to stub the potion so that they don't notice the difference and then you have to hit the gun so that the cannibals all come and drink that because I kept dying in that one. I'm like, why am I dying? It's only like the third mm-hmm. level. Yep. And then, like, once you figure out the solution, like, there's only ever really one solution to the levels. It's not like there's multiples. Well, mm. at the stage I've got, like, the first one was really easy. It was, like, you to um, pull down the roof so you could cross the gap. Otherwise, you'd fall into spikes, which is fine. Um, can't remember the second level. Not really where I went anyway. Mm, uh, okay. But the one I'm on just now, there's, like, a big bit of water and there's, like, a load of climbing bits. This is the biggest one and it's got like a giant piranha in a cave so every time I go in the water and swim too much I'm <laughs> and I have to get to the other side I'm like how the fuck there's obviously some solution here in the corks that you can pull out and mm-hmm. like they obviously drain bits of the water and stuff so I'm guessing I have to drain the water so the piranha dies or flops about or I don't know if it is a piranha or is it an eel something like that and um, I'm really liking it like it's weird like unlock it's making me use the remote like how I, like you were saying it's really inventive it isn't but it's almost like, huh, it's almost a puzzle in itself of like, how do you do this in the real world again? Like, but it's, <laughs> it's legitimately like you use you use it in so many ways. I've never seen this in a game in the, before. Like, I've seen it being used clever. Like I said, no more heroes. Like you used it as a mm. phone and stuff with the speaker. But like with this, it's like turn the key and it's like you actually have to turn the whole Wiimote all the way around as if it's like you have to treat it like it's 3D and it's not static in your hand, which is weird to say. But usually when you get a controller it sits in your hand and that's the position it stays in. Obviously with the remote, you swing it side to side, up and down, but this is the first game that's really took it out, that sort of box that the remote was in, like shake the remote left, left, right. This one's got you flipping it over, you know, like turning it sideways to turn cogs and stuff and like flicking it up to ring a bell to get your monkey to hit snakes. <laughs> that's yeah, a bit dodgy, I mean, but... It's, <laughs> it's easily the best use of the remote, like for me. Like, so... I, I, 
Uh, do you know again this game reminds me of Captain Toad like mm. uh, each level's you. kind of a puzzle and I, I didn't expect to enjoy it I, like I didn't go into this to like rip it to pieces but see just the cover it looks like shovelware and I'm like mm. huh but even like the voice acting and stuff not the voice acting because it's only it's only best voice acting but like even the story is kind of interesting as well you you your one wish to the the golden pirate who's clearly going to screw you over was that you wanted his legendary boat Mm-hmm. And like you want, you want to get that, and it's like this game's like screaming out for an. It was that an anime or something. I, I don't know. I think I'm sure it was just an original property. Why is it never came back, man? Don't know. I mean, I like to say they, they did put it out on the Wii U. Can like, you imagine uh, this with the Joy-Con? Like officially, but yeah, I mean, it'd be perfect for a Switch. But I, I think like things like this will come over because like, if they're fucking making Saints Row three from the Switch, like fucking put this game on it, mate. Like. Jeez. It is actually really good, and like, even though you that you were the only one game shop to buy that when the PS3 was coming out, and folk were just mm-hmm. looking at you like you were weird. But like, I can understand now if this was one of the final Wii games. It looks nice. It handles really well. Like you point and you push B, which is sometimes annoying because this chair that I've got in this room like kind of leans back, and I've got my Wii bar sitting on top of my mini mm-hmm. SNES mini NES. But I mean, like, I'm really, really enjoying this game. I'm, I, I didn't expect to get stuck so quickly in this game. Like in like the fourth level, I'm like, huh. But see, it's one of those when you figure out this, you do feel clever. So that's why it reminded yep. me of like point and click. It's like ah, I don't mean don't mean Monkey Island where the the sometimes solutions are completely random. They're they're they're, they're in front of you. You just have mm, to piece the yeah. puzzle together in your head. So if you've got a Wii and you've never played this, I'm gonna have to back Andy and say definitely pick this game up. <laughs> um. I'll probably play some more of it like tomorrow if I don't get Shenmue in the morning. Um, if I get time, obviously with the Wii U. But like, yeah, I played a lot of games and I'm loving Metroid just now. Just loving playing bits and pieces here and there and seeing what one I'm liking at the moment. Like Fusion, Fusion's one that I don't have just now, but it's, again, it's on the Wii U. But like, the it's a Game Boy Advance game. But see, playing Metroid Zero Mission on the big screen, it felt so good, man. And like, even though it's stretched, I would have thought it'd been a bit more pixelated. You know, as it is. 16 yeah. bit I believe the Game Boy Advance was but it's not at all it just looks smooth runs really nice like so I, I'm liking the games I'm playing through just now like I don't have time to sink my teeth in to finish an Assassin's Creed Origins I don't really have time for this and that like Shenmue I'm not now in a rush to finish it but yeah I'm definitely going to sink some time in but see games like that I need Nintendo games just now or games for Nintendo consoles I can pick up and go ah few minutes here or there switch is different but then again with the switch because it is portable even if i'm playing like doom or something it just feels easier to play in a handheld rather than right i've got tv time now do you know what i mean like you know what it's like when the kid needs Mm -hmm. right okay i've got time now right what can i play and see just with that risk of right load the game settle in right where was i okay i'll go and look here right first quest done where do i have to go oh shit she's dropped a dummy pause game and then it's like what's the point but with the switch it's like boom done or like if i play the wii in here it's like bang 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 that's a level done brilliant and just now for some reason i'm swaying more towards my nintendo consoles just because of the pick up and play aspect Mm -hmm. of it and i know that's what they were designed for but I mean, like, I'd rather play a couple levels in Mario Sunshine or get through a section of Metroid and, like, even Metroid, which is a bit more complicated, it's still Nintendo-ized, if you know what I mean? Like, it is a Nintendo yeah. sci-fi where, yeah, it's designed to play in smaller chunks for, like, kids or for, like, obviously adults with kids. So if you're stuck just now and you're a dad gamer and you're like, I can't really game anymore, 
look at the gaming that I'd done with a full-time job. Do you know, <laughs> that's the way that I've seen it. And, like, I'm not... Like, um, it, it is doable. It's just Xbox One and PlayStation 4. I've still not been back to God of War. My PlayStation's not been on since I lost at that level, and I really want to finish that game. Yeah. But, you know, the next time I'll probably pick up a PlayStation properly and have... A, a, it's probably for Spider-Man. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I would guarantee, like, normally Spider-Man would have that too but this spider-man because the weavens here now will probably last me a lot longer which is good in a way um i downloaded some games also yeah access but i never tried them but one was for tasha because the sims 4 got added to EA access which is pretty good oh, um Faye as well fe downloaded that oh that looks cool yeah it's on EA access and uh i just wanted to play some snowboarding game because uh guy at my work he bought himself a gamecube that came in because it came in, but you know the stand that's got the wee bits that flick out, that's got the disc tray, it's got the disc, you can set them on it, and it came in, and it, I literally just merged it, and he went, oh, do you know what, I'm taking that, because I had that stand when I, you know, it was, <laughs> um, for him it was, uh, he remembers it nostalgically, and he bought it, and it was like his first console, and I'm like, man, I feel old when your first console was the GameCube. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that we kind of got in in the ground floor of, like, quote-unquote consoles, like, not taking in micro yeah. PCs, but, like, because our generation grew up with the NES and the Master System, like, and we had that and we went through every iteration until now to see the folk that oh my first console was PS2 and stuff I know it's like mm, don't I remember when it came out like don't stop like so like we were about 15 or 16 when the PS2 came out and we were at like well, 12 when the PS1 came out so we're not the oldest gamers in the world there's obviously folk going oh you're still you're still a young star but yes we are but I, I like the generation we grew up in for consoles because we've seen it all through from the mass system up like I was saying or the NES up and we watched the console wars and like I never paid much heed to Nintendo even though like remember my whole life was alive when I found out my first game I played was the Mario All-Stars it yeah. wasn't actually Sonic <laughs> but hey uh, Sega's not coming back I've played Sega consoles to death I've got like forms of Sonic everywhere I'm I'm still Sega but going back and visiting some Nintendo things that obviously my brother wasn't into like your brother was you had the luxury of both um only Nintendo I'd really spent much time on was the 64. Um, but, like, yeah, it's nice revisiting all these games, especially when Nintendo games do seem to age a lot better than Sega games. I will say that. I, I mean, Sonic is fine. Like, I think all the, the Sonic stuff's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, the rest of Nintendo games just seem to just age well. Yeah, like, anything I mean? in 3D, though, like Sega, it like, has not aged well pretty much at all. No, no, but the, the 3D, yeah, sure, Mario 64 is looking dated, but it still handles just as well. But yeah, you, Sonic Adventure, it's I love it for what it is, but it does not handle, like... No, it doesn't, it's horrible to play. Yeah, it's horrible to play, but I still love the story, I just love that game. I'm still playing through that on Xbox One, but yeah, anyway, we better finish up, because we're in 10 minutes we're encroaching on the B-team's time. Yeah. So, there's, thank... There's a- there's a couple of things to like just throw mm-hmm. out here quickly. Um, so, Nitro Pro Commander, you can get one for eighty quid on Fuck Amazon right now. That. <laughs> and I uh, sold it I for see, two quid. If I see one come in, like I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up for you. And I'll, I'll, yeah, because yeah, the value controller is like what, a fiver. It's a, ten, it's a tenner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, um, just there was a couple of bits of news that came out like through Gamescon. Uh, Life is Strange Two trailer came out. You play as two brothers. It kind of looks like a way out, to be honest, like but with younger kids, which is okay. a bit strange. But okay, but um, life Halo is strange. Ma- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection's coming to uh, Game Pass in uh, September. It's about time. Finally, uh, P- 
PUBG 1.0, so like the final like oh, yeah. actual version, is coming out on uh, September 4th. So that's the 1.0 update on Xbox One. With the new and map. It's getting like the new map and that as well on that date. So that's good. Like that'll give a bit more variety to it. Um, and Xbox announced a bunch of like uh, Xbox One X bundles. So there's one with Fallout 76, one with Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1943, and one with Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and one that comes with Forza Horizon 4 and Forza. Uh, seven, but you also mm. get a month of Xbox Game Pass, <laughs> which uh, that makes no sense. Defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Like, fuck yeah, it really does because all Xbox games are staying on. Yeah, which like okay, it's strange. Um, and then uh, the other one was that uh, the Dark Souls trilogy has been uh, announced for PS4 and Xbox One, uh, coming out on October nineteenth. But, but, uh, but it's already out. Well, the they haven't. This is like a. Th- game package of some kind. Do you think Dark Souls 2 will come to Switch? Uh, I mean, it depends if the first one does eventually. Like, it's got a date now, at least. Yeah, I'll. I think it depends on the reception of that. Like, this is this is them kind of testing the waters with it. So, um, if it succeeds, then yes, but if not, I would guess so. Yeah, like like for for me, like that's coming out around, but at the same time as Diablo, I'm going to buy Diablo over Dark yeah, Souls. Same. Like if the, if Dark Souls has come out when it was supposed to come out, then I would have bought it day one. But now that it's kind of come out in that sort of time frame, I don't want to really play like two games, like action adventure type games like that at the same time. Well, I know Dark Souls is quite different, but yeah, I, I'm going Diablo because it's cool. Yeah, yeah, you can play yeah. four player, can't you? Not. Yeah, you can play four player. And you get Ganondorf, but they've confirmed that Link's gear will not be in it, but Ganon's will. But Ganon's gear looks badass, man. I'm going to put that on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll finish up there. Cool. So, eight minutes time, you can listen to the game. In fact, yeah, because we started just after ten, did we not? Uh, yeah, three hours show, mate. Wow, and it didn't even feel that. Oh, <laughs> I could have watched the Wolf of Wall Street again. I wish I did that instead. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway, guys, thank you very for listening uh, I've been Ali he's been Andy and um, we'll be back next week on 42 um, 4 11 on All Games Network stay tuned for the B team of Chips telling the guys peace out good night